Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? No. Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am El Hefe. That is J-Dubs. It's hump day. Come hump with the hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, That is Trunks, the radio bottom. He is the executive producer of The Hideout, man's the AOL Instant Messenger, real radio hideout. Um, that is Tommy Bateman, our director. He's in charge of the talk and roll controls and responsible for the content on our website, realradio.fm. Check out the page. I think you're really going to dig it. That's the unpaid producer, Putin, also known as an intern. He's the one that, quote-unquote, screens your phone calls at 407-916-1041, 888 a great show lined up for you uh, this evening in the hideout, Dubs. We're going to talk to a couple of uh, great guests. Uh, Dr. Pecos from the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency. Mm-hmm. Also, Madam Monkey after 10 o'clock uh, from MidnightMonkey.com. That's N-I-T-E. Talking about role-playing in costumes since it's Halloween and uh, how uh, getting all that involved. Uh, in your sexual life. We have the Hideout Headline Game Show uh, that we're going to be doing as well. And um, in that, the four-pack of tickets to Mako's Sinful Pleasures Halloween Street Party coming up this Saturday. So um, that looks like it's going to be badass. So we'll have all that kind of stuff. Again, 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Also joining us tonight in the studio, J-Dubs, uh, haven't seen him in a while, one Mr. Douche Chill Derone. Hey. Uh, what a crew we've got. Yeah. We've got Douche here, executive producer, uh, Chunks. The radio bottom. Uh, Bateman and Putin. You know, I've, I, I still haven't gotten my dream of of doing the show with a black man. That's always been my dream. You know. Just that- me and a black dude. I mean, what about me? Though? What? I, I settled with you. I'm, I've always found black people very funny, and that's what, what I've always wanted to do the show with. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I've I, I've always had the dream too of the hideout being me true. and a black man. No, no, not yes. you and a black man, but like like the the, the real diversity of a half a Latino guy, you a white guy, and then like like a black guy, a very funny black guy. Oh, I, mean, I think I, I don't think I've ever met a non-funny black guy. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I guess there are unfunny black guys out there. I haven't really thought about it. Other than Black Albert, I've never met a uh, unfunny black man. Well, Armstrong Williams. I mean, I'm sure he can cut him up sometimes. 
I'm sure, when he's in his element. So you're saying that all black guys are funny? Yes. Have you ever seen Def Comedy Jam? No, I, I loved Def Comedy Jam. There's no doubt about that. I mean, that was a really funny show. Def Poetry, I'm not too keen on. But... That can be funny, too, except for when they bring the Chinese guy out to do it. I'm, I'm not digging on that, but when they keep it with the brothers, I really dig that. Okay, so, all right, so you just throwing it out there that you want? Uh, yeah, I want. Uh, I want a black guy to do the show with. I'm hiring. I, I didn't know you could do that. I'm doing it. I, if there's a very funny black man that wants to do the show with me. Well, what about me? Because I'm still too part of the it, show. It's time. It's time to clean house. I think you know it. What? I, I know it. If we're gonna start cleaning house, I think we should start with other people first. I think I know what's good for the show, Hefe. You've always put the trust in me, and it's time that you, you barely move, care about it. You move on, and me and a black man do the show. Someone who's been bred to be funny. What? What do you mean bred? They're raised to be funny. Who? What do you mean raised? Because they're around funny people all the time, other black people. So you're saying that black people were bred to be funny. You're putting words in my mouth now. No, you and just... I don't like that. You just said it. I don't like that. All right, 407-916-1041, 888 You don't find that to be true? I don't think that black people were bred to be funny. No. <laughs> I never said that. You, you put words into my mouth, and I'm not enjoying that. I'm just saying I've never met an unfunny black man. All right, so why do you think that black people are so funny, or black men? Do you think black women are, are that funny, or is it usually just black guys? Usually just black guys. I'm not, you know, Wanda Sykes could never get me going. I mean, she's funny for a chick. You know, she's funnier than any white chick out there. All right, Alex PCS, who is a black man, says, So now we're here to make dubs laugh. Hey, it could be worse. Uh, hey, you massa. That's what Alex PCS says. Uh, I didn't know that you had these kind of feelings uh, about, you know. What, that I love black people? You should know I love black people. I just, this is, this is, I'm almost in shock now. Why? Because this is a very uh, extreme statement for you to say. Extreme how? Extremely good. Extremely true. Jeff, you're in, I don't even know about that. Jeff, you're in the hideout on Rope Radio 104.1. What's up, Jeff? I had no idea that you guys had a special guest on tonight. Uh, who's that? Jimmy the Greek. Yeah, you know, that's true. I didn't even, very good point, Jeff. Where? <laughs> Where are you coming from, uh, W the Greek? I'm not saying that. I'm I'm saying that I enjoy the company of a black man. Isolated. You got to get that one at least. What he said about he said it about 15 times. Well, this is just I don't know what to do here. So, uh, the Grease Man, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's going on, Grease Man? Hey, man, listen, I'm telling you right now, Dubs, you are really treading on thin ice here. I'm telling you right now, it costs me my job. What a lot of lead on a lot of other day. Let me uh, go out on the record and say that I don't agree with anything that you're saying. Do you have examples? Chris Rock. 
Okay, he's very funny. funny. All right, very he's, funny. He is funny. Richard I'm, Pryor. Okay. Eddie Murphy. Genius. Those guys are geniuses. Chris Tucker. Okay, can be very funny, yeah. I don't I I I mean that's four. I wouldn't necessarily label an entire gender of a of a race racial group because of that. Bobby Hill, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Bobby? Hey, shut up, Punch. Hey, Dubs. Yo. Uh, hey, uh, you want to start a show where we just talk about how much of a mo Hefe was and how much everybody, ha- oh, how much everybody hates him? I would love it. I, he, Bobby Hill isn't even a black man. He's not even. You're. He's funny. No, well, that wasn't funny. Bob, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Bob? Hey, can we agree that Denzel Washington is a black man? Yes, I would agree with that statement. That man has not a funny bone in his body. Okay, and you know what? There's a great example, Bob. Denzel Washington. I don't know. Have you ever hung out with Denzel and drank? Then you can't say that he's not funny. Well, have you? No, but that, that means I can't make a, uh, an assumption either way. But if I were to make an assumption, I'd say he's hilarious. <laughs> right now, that's just almost a stereotype. Are you saying that the fact that he doesn't come across as funny may be uh, a true? He's a great to... actor. Ollie Rubble, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Ollie? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, you honkies looking for a funny black guy. All right. I'm not a honky, and I, I resent that. I, I appreciate the, the, uh, the rerun callback. Funny black man. All right, so where are you getting this, Dubs? Are you basing this on anything real, or is this just you... Uh, Throwing something out there. Well, what I'm basing it off of is the Air Force coach uh, came out and said uh, the reason they lost the game uh, against, let me see, the TCU is because there wasn't enough black men on their team. I, so how does that get you to um, thinking well, I, every black man is is? Comedic? He's a coach of a college team, and if he wants more black men on his team, I want more on my team. Okay, but that doesn't mean that you have to say that they were bred to be funnier, because that's not true at all. Trent, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. I never said that. You're putting words in my mouth. You said it. I did not. Trent. Hey, you, uh, Denzel was in a comedy a long time ago called uh, Carbon Copy, and he was very funny. Thank you. Yeah. I've never heard of Carbon Copy. You should run it. You, Stop being a racist. You've never even heard of it. That, run what? Some, run some movies with some black people in it. Guarantee I do. I always do. What? How's this back on me? You're the one that's saying this stuff. So what did the coach say? Uh, the uh, Air Force coach, Fisher DeBerry, said it's, it just seems uh, to be that way. The African-American kids can run very, very well. That doesn't mean uh, that Caucasian kids and other uh, can't run, but uh, obviously they, they run extremely well. So he blames the loss to number 20 TCU. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't have... Because they had more black players who can, quote, run, run. very, very well. Yes. Wow. All right. 407-916-1041, I just want some people who can run a bit very, very well. Okay. You know what? All right. We're going to take a break and come back and dissect this a little bit. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It's El Jefe and J-Dubs on a Wednesday night. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. 
Natalie in the Hideout on Road Radio. What's going on, Natalie? I just wanted to uh, call and let you guys know I'm calling from Living Quarters Furniture, and tomorrow we have a truck with 2,000 bottles of water going to the American Red Cross in Miami for the hurricane victims. Okay. And if any of your listeners want to uh, bring any donations by um, to our Millennia store in the Millennia Plaza, um, we're accepting donations from 9 to 11 a.m. We're looking for diapers, non-perishable items, things like that. Okay, and they still don't have power down there, do they? They do not, no. Um, wow. Okay, that's been a while. Any, uh, I don't, I haven't really, uh, I've been away from the news a lot lately. Right. You, you getting any ideas talking to any people down there, Natalie, about, uh, how they're doing, how they're hanging in there? Um, my brother actually lives in Fort Lauderdale, and he ended up leaving and coming up here the other day because he said that, um, you know, they had no power and a lot of things were just closed down and, it just wasn't looking real good. Yeah, on the news today, uh, there was no power down there, and uh, they said for a lot of people it's going to take a couple weeks to uh, repair. A yeah. couple weeks? A couple weeks, yeah, and there's uh, very few gas stations open, and where there are gas stations open, and a lot of places there's like a two-hour wait. Oh, my good. All right, so where is this again, Natalie? Um, you can bring donations to our Living Quarters store in Millennia Plaza. It's 4657 Millennia Plaza Way. It's in the... Um, Huge plaza across from the mall right next to the uh, expo center. Okay. All right. Well, very good. All right. Appreciate it, Natalie. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, chunks. Also, if it's easier for the listeners, Clear Channel is having a water drive as well tomorrow from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. in the uh, parking lot of the uh, Clear Channel compound. But they're only taking water. They're not taking clothes or anything. So it's, if it's easier for people to come down here, they can come down here any time during the day and drop off bottles of water. Now, what if you put gasoline in bottles of water? Can you do that? I think they're probably going to take the ones that are sealed. You know, like. Well, no, what if you drink the water and you put gasoline in there? Well, I guess you could do that. Mm-hmm. They're going to take that. <laughs> answer, answer the question appropriately, Chunk. How stupid are you? Of course they're not going to do that, you moron. Don't be an idiot. Look at him. Confused. I don't know. Maybe, I guess. Mm-hmm. So could we get one of those really big tubs from Target and put a lot of gasoline and ship it down there? Uh, just... two plus two is four. I think it's got to be sealed. Two plus two. Because I tried four. bring, I tried bringing them a cup of water earlier and they kind of laughed at me. All right, now you're trying to be funny. No, I'm serious. Chuck I really jock. did bring them a cup of water. Chuck jock. Oh my god. If the driver's tomorrow, why did you try to bring a cup of water today? Yeah, see, he does not make it any sense. Uh, they also had one today, but it ended at 7, so it's pointless to plug the one for today. Angelo, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Angelo? Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, I just I was trying to get in touch with you guys yesterday about that guy pooing on the other guy's car. Yeah. Chunks, yeah. Yeah, and I got to tell you, man, I'm on his side. If someone did that to my car... I would have to beat the living snot out of that person until his mother couldn't even recognize him. Oh, yeah, there's pictures of it on realradio.fm. i got to tell you, Angela, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And someone uh, photoshopped the picture to put Brian Pepper's head on the uh, the present that was left on Chunks' car. We'll get that up on realradio.fm. Now, here's the question. If it's already a pile of dung, the mm-hmm. car, is it wrong just to add to it? I think, actually, you're... Uh... It's like adding a spoiler onto it or something, or you know, souping up the engine. I was thinking about writing to pit my ride. The sad sap story. There's poo all over my car. All right. Oh, someone already poo your ride. So. <laughs> hey Dubs, let's get back to this story. Yeah. Um, Air Force coach Fisher DeBerry, in frustration with the Falcons' slumping performance, attributed the latest loss in part to uh, TCU. 
having more black players who can run very, very well, quote-unquote. I'm sure they can run very, very well, and they may be black, but I don't know if it has to do with the uh, the color of their skin. Well, I don't think it actually has to do with the color of their skin. Uh, that that would be uh, more right. Now, you honestly don't believe, because you were uh, doing a whole thing of uh, uh, black people and you be- believing that they were bred uh, yes. to be uh, funnier. Mm-hmm. But isn't there actually some... Is it is it easier to think or is it silly to think that looking at slavery and if you look at it and the way that blacks were treated mm-hmm. and the way that they were treated as property and yes, not and as human beings as as animals as like uh, a uh, racehorse almost exactly and that it actually didn't it actually happen. Well, yeah, they w- that uh, that the that there the, was actually a breeding thing going on then. That slave owners would breed certain slaves with other slaves in order to get quote unquote uh, better field workers. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. didn't that happen? Yes, it did happen. Now, let me, so is it completely out of the realm of possibility to think that through I don't know an evolutionary thing just in the last two hundred years that it is actually possible? To have that black people are genetically, physically more gifted than other people. I, I don't think that is too far fetched at all. I think uh, that uh, when, is, it, when, is it, it, when it's a forced evolution like that, because it's more than evolution, it's a it's a breeding thing, right? You know, uh, that it, it's possible that those effects are still in place. Do you think it was wrong for the coach to come out and say this? Yeah, definitely. I don't think you uh, you you uh, point out any kind of thing about one race or another just because you know it, it, you lost a game. Mm-hmm. All right, four zero seven. Because nine, it could totally not be true for these players. Yeah, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Now, with every quote unquote gifted black athlete, there are other black people who have. There's Matt Albert. Yeah, there's a Matt Albert who's six foot five, five hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, is in agreement with the coach and says that anyone who doesn't want to admit this is too politically correct. I think that if you if you're pointing out to uh, just a certain players on a team and everything, you don't know that that's the case. Mm-hmm. They may they may have been scrawny uh, kids and they just worked their ass off to get better. Uh, Twee, you're in the hideout on our radio. What do you got, Twee? Yeah, I don't want to be too quick to call racism, but I think that genetically... No, 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 yeah. All right, so that was a no, no, as far as that goes. So he is he does not agree. Uh, 407-916-1041, Now, here's what's on, too. It's tough having a conversation about this because you don't want to come down one way or another and then end up being labeled mm-hmm. falsely or, I don't know, maybe even uh, properly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's an odd thing to even try to have an open discussion about. How about this? Is there bad stereotypes? Like, uh, is this a bad stereotype if uh, it is a stereotype out there? Well, I think it's bad in the fact that uh, people will look at black people and think they're only good for athletics and not necessarily good for their minds, which obviously isn't true. I think that's where the stereotype ends up hurting. Is hey, why aren't you an athlete? You know, instead of being here. Yeah. 
Like, uh, you, a lot of people are like, why doesn't he play football or basketball or rap, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's where I think it ends up hurting. Yeah, I mean, if you're Matt Albert, you're at the total opposite end of the spectrum there. Uh, he just doesn't move. That's his problem. Yeah. He literally hasn't moved. Can he rap? No. No. He can't, you can't even wrap your no. arms around him. The only rapping he does is to, uh, Lincoln Park. Yeah, Mike Shinoda. Or to get open a, a, a burrito. Jeff, you're in the that. Yeah, and he won't eat a wrap because that's too healthy. Yes. Jeff, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Jeff? Hey, guys, how's it going? All right, dude. Hey, hey listen, there's a, there's a point to this uh, story that people aren't really saying just straight out front. Why doesn't he have African-American athletes? Basically, the problem that's going to come up in the scenario is is that he's going to be is because he's calling them stupid. The academic requirements of the Air Force Academy is very high, so therefore... The reason he doesn't have the uh, athletes that he needs is that they're not smart enough to go to his school. Is that so what he's? Gonna, is you, that you, what he's? He, he didn't say that, but that's the reason he doesn't have the athletes. Well, so what's going to come from this is people are going to start saying, "Well, what did he really mean?" I know. Do, do you remember? Uh, I think it was three or four years ago, uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, uh, I remember this Notre Dame happening. Uh, Thank you, Jeff. I don't know if it was. It wasn't the coach. I don't believe it was the coach. I think it was like either the, the main commentator or one of the uh, the boosters saying that they needed to lower their acada- uh, academic standards. standards so they can get more black athletes. In. I do remember that being said, and yeah. I do remember the cat catching so much hell about it. <laughs> Definitely. Um, Angela, you're on the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Angela? Yeah, I just wanted to comment on people thinking the genetic possibility of with black people that's not any different than if you took a big black I'm sorry a big white guy and a big white woman and put them together to make a you know a bigger white kid I mean that's no, going to happen No they would just end up fat No 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 I understand what you're saying but I'm but the the question is and it's it's an assumption is that that's what happened you know during times of slavery is that you know bigger black people were put together, physically gifted people were put together and forced to to breed essentially, to end up having uh, more athletic children that could then work in the work in the fields. And that did happen. But my point is, that could happen with any race. You you put the bigger of of the man and the woman Don't together of any race to get that result. No, I understand you could do that, but I'm saying that happened for so many years in a very small area, namely. The South, that eventually, over time, you're going to have it happen over, what, three, four, five generations? Mm-hmm. I would assume. I could be wrong. Now, I understand her point where she's saying you could do that anywhere. But, but this was forced. This, The fact of the matter is it was forced in such, a, in such a small place that over time the people of the area, you know, over 100 years or 150 years, two, three generations, it ends up going that way. I think it's possible. I don't know for sure. Uh, 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Um, It's also something, too, let's even take race completely out of it. I I wonder if you have, like, a whole bunch of just geeky people, regardless of the race, okay? People who sit in front of computers, people like Putin, who don't do any physical activity. Oh, come on. What is that? See, now that one was racist. People like Putin who sit there and rely more on their quote-unquote minds and don't use their body more. Over two, three, four generations, 
Well, you begin to see their bodies change along that family line into being that that aren't physically gifted. That are maybe they're smaller people, maybe they're weaker people, maybe they have bigger heads. Come on, dude. I'm trying to have a conversation about like internet dorks. Now I I, I see what you're saying. Uh, will their body type uh, stay the same? That might happen, but. The bigger question is, would they ha- would they uh, get smarter as generations went on, just out of uh, pure genetics? Well, if they were forced to do very little physical activity and literally sit in front of computers mm-hmm. and only use their minds like that, and they weren't allowed to let their bodies and use their bodies, would the same thing end up happening? Um, just would, in, in a reverse way where their bodies would be would become weaker. I'd have to say yes. I would think so. Like, people even th- talked about it, too, with the ideas of aliens and the idea of what your normal alien looks like. Mm-hmm. And please don't be racist this time. Um, stop. Come on. <laughs> Come on, don't. Could you, could you, could you please? Could you please? Hmm. Trying to have a conversation here. Sorry. But aliens, they say, very small bodies with very big heads because they, quote-unquote, don't have to use their bodies. bodies. It's more about their minds, so they don't really technically need the physical ability. Now, the big heads don't uh, make sense completely because I know in humans, uh, it tends to be the smaller the actual brain, the unit of the brain, uh, the smarter the person is. I know that was true with Einstein and a lot of these people. They would they studied the brains and they found out that their brains were abnormally smaller. Um, I don't know. This is something that really it, it strikes me. It interests me. Uh, John, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, John? Hey, uh, we got to broaden our horizon just a little bit. You have uh, what about all those other cultural groups such as Jews, such as the way back when as the uh, pharaohs. They had selective marriages because of their uh, their backgrounds, because of their education, because of the way they were. I don't think we should just limit it to just African Americans. No, no, my. But I'm giving that specific example. Thank you, John, because we're right now we're talking about the physical attributes. Yeah. And... Well, what happened was uh, Air Force coach uh, Fisher DeBerry said he lost the the Air Force lost the game against TCU because uh, TCU had black players that were quote unquote can run very, very well. Uh, 407-916-1041, Take a quick break, come back. I really want to dissect this, because it's fascinating to me. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Jimmy Eat World. Nice. So good. Come on. Like, I couldn't still be a DJ. Um, like, I won't end up one again one day. Uh, probably not by my own uh, wanting. Um, the latest from Jew, Jimmy Eat World. That's what, isn't, that what, uh, isn't that what your boy Reamer used to do? Or was probably. that you? No, I never did that one. Oh, no, it was Shafee. Shafee told me that he, uh, he used to do that at the Riff. Anyway, we're talking about... Um, Real funny, Shafee. I know, right? Uh, Air Force coach Fisher DeBerry saying that it just seems to be that way. Afro-American kids can run very, very well. And the fact that he says Afro-American. At least, can you at least say the whole word African-American? Uh, 
Rob, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. It takes too long. What's up, Rob? Rob, hey, hey go ahead, buddy. Hey, um, you know, I was want, wanting to uh, comment when, on your idea about selective breeding of slaves. And remember, the uh, the Nazis also imp- imposed selective breeding where they encouraged their best men to merge with their best women, and they didn't, they didn't get the results they were looking for. I think that when you point to something like that, you completely erase the idea of opportunity and, um, Here's you know, that... Sports and things well, like that are sometimes you know, opportunity. You're saying no one, these people aren't, aren't working for it. Well, no, no, I don't even think that it's, that it's that. Let's think about the actual biology of it. We stopped the Nazis uh, from that craziness, thank goodness. If they had been allowed for 200 years to do that, do you think, just do you think that they would have eventually gotten their super race if they had gone unchecked for 200 years the way that we were, uh, the way that basically Americans were in the South? Think about the biology of that in over generations. The biology of that is that the gene pool would have, been, would have not been diverse enough. If, if anything you're going to point to with slavery is the fact that, and the United States isn't the only place. Brazil had way more slaves than the United States. But at the end of the day, most people of African descent are mixed with people from other parts of Africa and are, you know, or white people or whatever and end up with a more diverse gene pool. The more... Um, well, now, I mean, I believe that now because, again, we put a stop to that. And thank you for the call, Rob. What I'm saying, though, is if you had allowed that to go unchecked for 200-some-odd years, is there a chance that Hitler would have had his quote-unquote super race? There might be a chance, but, like, let's compare this to a racehorses. Mm-hmm. People that breed racehorses, you know, you get, like, a, a sea biscuit. Or a secretary, whatever the famous horses are. Is this gay lingo? No, it's not. Okay. So they breed the best of the best, and most of them produce duds anyway. Now, but that's because they're usually going within circles of, like, five different horses. I mean, you're literally talking maybe thousands and thousands of people who were, quote-unquote, doing this. Then you spread it out a little bit more over time. I mean, yeah, if you're going to breed horses within, you know, a circle of five, then eventually you're going to start mixing trees. I love that show. Party of five. Damn it. Party of five. You know what I mean? I mean do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I, 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 think, I, I, I think what we're failing to realize is that there's actually a biological point to this and that humans evolve and when you're when there's forced breeding, this can happen. I think. I could be wrong, but this is just like biology, you know, talking to me. Is this why men marry big women? Hoping to produce a big, strong son. I mean, isn't that even something that's supposed to be innate within guys? Guys are drawn to thicker women. I'm more than, since when? More yeah. than likely. Childbearing hips because Mm-mm. they're likely to pop out a nice woman for them. Or are they easier to hold on to? Pop out a, hang on. Likely to pop out a nice woman. Oh, wo- come on. <laughs> likely, to pop, likely to pop out a nice woman. You planning on marrying your daughter? No, you know what I'm saying. No, I don't. What are you saying? I got <laughs> distracted by the hooch drop. Uh, I was an idiot. Come on. Uh, Jim, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's going on? Yeah, hey, um, there's one problem with computer geek theory. they got to procreate. and Most of the time, you know, they're sitting there playing on the computer all the time. Yeah, it's hard to procreate when you're you're batching into a uh, keyboard. All right, that's true. Right, you know what? Good point, Jim. I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah, Putin. Well, that's why Putin solves it by having he and she computer docs. I just wanted to say that I'm one of two people in the hideout with a girlfriend, so I'm a nerd. 
Um, yeah, but she's unable to have children anymore. Because she's so old. Yeah. And <laughs> dried up. <laughs> look at him yelling back there. His ovary, Her ovaries look like walnuts. All right, Chunks' dad here in the hi-hat on Roll Radio. What's up, Chunks' dad? What you got? Hey, for? hey, how you doing, guys? Uh, what's up, buddy? Oh, what's up, hey. Pop? Hey, Pop's here for you. Uh, I got I to gotta tell you something. If, if you just take a moment next time you have a shot and just study chunks for a few minutes, you'll you'll see that there's there's quite a few breeds working here. <laughs> You've got the curly mange hair, which is which is always nasty. Of course, the droopy man breasts and anybody who can, whose nipples reach their waistline, there's, there's a big problem right there. They've got the uninut. <laughs> Which is like a grapefruit between his legs. There's no discernible <laughs> line. See, back in the day when I was dating, I was looking for somebody that I could create a family with, and instead, I mated with a Wookie. Oh, and that's. So we now have Chunks, the half Wookie man breast child, with the Uninut. <laughs> and I'll bet, I'll bet you if you look at his back, right above where his ass crack is, mm. I'll bet you you see a little tiny tuft of hair. That's got little, 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 little bugs in it. All right, thank you, Chunks' dad. Yeah, put. I bet his aunt was a Twi'lek, huh? What is that? It's, it's uh, another alien. From Star Wars? Yeah. All right. He totally wrecked that funny call. All right, now, Taco Jockey. <laughs> I can't believe I'm taking ta- ta- Taco Jockey. Says what I'm talking about is breeding and sexual selection, which is an evolution. Well... That's where evolution happens. That's how it happens. You evolve from those things. It's almost a forced evolution type thing. You know, a breed. Yeah. Oh, you still evolve regardless. You're evolving. I mean, that not that the whole thing about, like, natural selection and stuff like that? Where certain, certain animals, you know, go with just animals, like apes or something. No. Come, no, no, that's not what. I, that's no, not no, at all what no. I. I rhinoceros, right, rhinoceros. Where a rhinoceros eventually got to that because in order to live, they had to change and they selectively mated. Well, I guess the rhinoceros couldn't choose who it was gonna. I guess it was just the offspring. All right, so maybe it's not evolution. Maybe he's right. Uh, <laughs> it could be. I just had a thought process. What I'm trying to learn. Brian, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Brian? Um, yeah, that uh. That guy Rob was talking about the difference between the Hitler's mm-hmm. forced mating and uh, slavery. Mm-hmm. Uh, the when, with the Germans it's called joy division, and with them they they breeded the most affluent. So if you were wealthy or or famous, they'd breed you with another wealthy or famous person, or have just soldiers go out and get with um, you know pretty blonde. Young things with during slavery, they got the biggest, strongest slave to make with the the biggest, strongest slave. The you know opposite sex, right? And so it, where it's not, it's not about it was about money and power and keeping that as. I don't think you can breed that, sir. Well, well the people. No, with no, money exactly. I think I no. I, thank you, Brian. I think that's like the point, though, is that you know. All right, SBK says you guys are killing me. What? He's laughing actually. And then he goes, tell Dubs that I'll do the show with him. Well, thank you. I'll, that's what I need. I need an SBK. Hey, I offered. Uh, 407-916-1041, You're offering to leave for SBK? Nice. That's very, that's very uh, 
Very good of you. All right, TV Sky Kid says, if the Nazis had been allowed their uh, super race, then Prussian Blue uh, would not be able to, uh, would not be as tone deaf as they are in their songs. That's true. You know, uh, I think if we breed enough Prussian Blues together, we might have Super Blue, which that's what we're looking for, the Super Blue group. No, we're not. And don't they creep you out, the Blue Man group? You know what? That would be a nice, uh, a nice uh, night on town. Prussian blue opening for Blue Man Group. Uh, Leviticus, is this right? That's close enough. All right, what's going on? You're we'll in call it Blue Monday. Hey, yeah, I was just calling because I, I saw that on a Sports Center interview they did, and I, I pretty much agree with the, uh, with the coach. I think Chris Rock said it best. I mean, you got 12 percent of the population, actually about six percent of that 12 percent uh, dominating, uh, ended up being 90 percent of the Final Four. I mean, I guess it's a lot of it. A lot of it, for the most part, is uh, is the whole breeding process and the genetics and whatnot. But uh, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much. I just I just hope the cat don't get a lot of uh, flack behind it because I mean it's the, the truth. The problem and, with uh, saying it though, you're undermining people who have worked hard for it. You know, like right. uh, the 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 running back for the team may be a black man, and uh, you saying that he might have been a skinny black kid growing up. And he just worked his ass off to become a good sports player. I just I find it interesting whenever they gets, this gets brought up. Because it's interesting to have the dialogue about it. You know? There's some people aren't really comfortable talking about. And a lot. I don't think that theory of the percentages really makes... That doesn't really hold any water. Why do you say that? Because certain things are encouraged in different communities. I mean, that's it's a long shot to, to, to play professional sports. So right, what do you what what uh, hole are you digging for yourself? I'm not dude? digging a hole. <laughs> I'm saying, how many do you people? want a shovel? He's representing the gay community. That's I'm saying how many people asexual. even uh, attempt to play professional sports though from an early age. I don't know. <laughs> Marty, you're in the high road radio. What's up, Marty? <laughs> Go ahead, Marty. Oh hey, how you doing? Um, I just want to say that Pepe's answer off in uh, his theory. Um, it's natural selection. If you have, you know, you look at a pride of lions, the males fight for the right to mate with all of them, and they'll actually kill other males' offspring. So he's not too far off. The actual evolution, though, takes thousands and thousands of years. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, I know that takes a very, very long time. Um, and that's but, how but you have the, very the point, significant changes. The point of breeding is to speed up that. Yeah, you're right. When you're actually trying. Uh, yeah, you're right. Very good point. Thank oh. you. I'm so, smart. Mm. All right, um, we'll take a break. Huh? We'll come back. All right, Matt Albert says his crap internet connection is making him miss uh, a race discussion on this dark day. It's Lester Big Hand's dark. He says that with love. I didn't ever realize that Lester Big Hand's was quote-unquote dark. Matt Albert is the most racist person I know. Oh yeah, he, especially to like other black people. <laughs> well, he even says he doesn't like black people for some reason. All right, we got to I I I I shudder to get him on the phone. Ah, uh, we we have a short break coming up. We can uh, we can put Matt Albert on the phone for that break. How about a debate between him and Lester Big Hands? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's now a, you're playing with fire. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 
1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Wrapping our just wrapping up our discussion on the uh, Air Force coach who said his his team lost to TCU because TCU has uh, more black players who can run very very well. And I'm getting word that technically it doesn't take thousands of years for these changes to take place. It can actually start to happen within one or two generations if the gene pool is smart, small enough, and maybe even three, because of, like you said, Dubs, the forced yeah, it, it speeds it up. Yeah. That's the whole point of the forced breeding. It speeds up the uh, Ed, you're in the hide Adam Real Radio. What's going on, Ed? Hey, buddy. How's it going? All right. Uh, um, it, it happens everywhere you go. I mean, I'm biracial. My dad's white. My mom's black. Mm-hmm. And I actually got accepted to the Air Force Academy. And then if we want to UCF to play football, but I mean, it, genetics is nothing. I mean, you work hard, you you get to go to the big dance. That's pretty much how it works. Well, I see, but I don't even agree with that because I think. Do you look at the people who are in the big dance, genetically white, black, Dominican, Mexican, genetically? They were genetically gifted. They have better genes than other athletes did, and they worked hard on top of that. I mean, you look at the top. I mean, what is it like top two, three percent? Of the population mm-hmm. of the United States is in the big dance playing those, you know, not only college football, but then professional football, basketball, baseball. I mean, they have to be superior. And on the same note, there are uh, many people who are superior who uh, waste their God given talent. I can't tell you how many times. I mean, I, there was just like, I say two or three guys in my high school who, if they really had applied themselves, um, could have gone on to play a major college, possibly even pro ball. Didn't have the the push, didn't have the drive. But white, black, you know, anything. The guys who are playing pro ball had have both the have the, better genes, the better genes and the work ethic together. Yeah, because there's people who have the work ethic and not the genes, and they fall short as well. Um, Judy, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Judy? Hey, Jude. Hey. Go go ahead. Well, the guy who was just saying that he was half black and half white and he made it through perseverance and hard work, mm-hmm. the reality of life is if you're five foot three and you're white and your desire is to be a running back, it's not going to happen. Yeah, because you just don't have it. The, well, they, they always talk about the measurables. You, you know, know, you have to have yeah, the measurables. Genetics, genetics has a major determining factor as to what you're physically going to be able to do in anything that you choose. That's why when we're breeding animals and we have pedigrees, we have standards at which we breed them at, and anybody who doesn't meet those standards or doesn't meet the qualifications doesn't get to breed or or to re, you know reproduce. No, I I I, I agree with you, Julia. Uh, I, I in fact, you even look like in the bodybuilding and stuff. Uh, some guys can get ripped like me that way. You know what? We need to breed midgets because there's just not enough of them. Retards? No midgets. No. Close enough. I don't think that works. No? No. No, because they, actually, a lot of times, if two little people get together, they end up having a quote-unquote normal-sized kid. And that's gotta We be, need to fix that. And that's got to be rough, because when your kid's like seven and they can kick your ass. Even even special people, um, special ed people, retarded people, as Doug yes. call them, a lot of times they can get together and have kids and have quote-unquote normal kids who don't have any sort of effect. And that's also odd too. You got to think. Yeah, when you uh, you know, two people with a great equivalency of like an eighth grader, yeah, you know, trying to raise a kid, and that kid becomes smarter than them at a very young age. Easily, uh, Lester Big Hands in the hideout. What's going on, Lester? What's up, baby? You know what? I got the, I got the, uh, I got the, 
I know what to do about everything. You know what I'm saying? All right. Here what? Go, here go what you do. You get all the black people out of sports permanently. Okay. And then let people watch the sports and see how boring <laughs> it is. How about we uh, we go to the Curling Olympics. would be our national pastime. Right. And bowling. <laughs> we go to the Olympics and see uh, uh, white people running, I'd say, about a 7, 8, 40-yard dash. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, thank you. It, it would just be hands. a bunch of mall walkers, you know, going around the track. Oh, boy. Right. It would be boring. I love watching the walkers. They're but great. Th- it would be boring initially, but then I guess over time you'd get used to it, and the comp- you'd forget what it was like, and it would be... Become- no one catching balls? That's not true. White people can't catch. Yes, they can. They play baseball. Can't catch a football. What does that even matter? Yeah, they Stone can. hands. And why am I defending white people? Name one. Kyle Brady. Who? Tight end Jaguars. Tight end. I like tight end. All right, we're gonna take a break. Come back. Switch gears a little bit. Another big problem going on in the United States: zombies and vampires. It's a uh, epidemic. They're running rampant, and we have to do something about it. Before we go to break, uh, do you think that, because uh, I, I, I was thinking about this during the break, uh, whenever any, uh, any of this uh, stuff happens with the uh, racism, uh, they usually send them through uh, racial sensitivity training. Does that ever work? I mean, everybody's had to watch those videos. Right. It, it seems, whenever I've seen uh, a, uh, like the uh, racial discrimination videos when you're uh, getting a job, it seems like they're written by racist. <laughs> uh, I understand what you're saying. Like, that's their chance to really get out there and throw out some of the... Uh... Yeah, some of their jokes they've been pondering for a while. Yeah, all right, so what do you want Chunks to do, find them? Yeah, if Chunks can, if uh, Chunks has time to find some uh, training videos for for uh, when you uh, apply for a job, that'd be great. Training, not tranny. Yeah. Both. One goes to my email, one goes on the air. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come Guess back. Guess which ones? All right, hold on a sec. All right, we got uh, we got to take a break. Tell Captain Shorty I would love I want him to air his grievance after we talk to Doctor Pecos. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Capable of of reasoning and um, they're pretty crafty. Zombies are relatively mindless um, and uh, they don't present uh, nearly the threat that vampires do. Now, it's been a year since we've talked to you. Has anything happened with zombies or vampires with you in the last year? Um, well, uh, we've been uh, monitoring the situation in New Orleans closely because uh, zombie outbreaks often follow on the heels of, of hurricanes. But um, certainly uh, you mentioned the research that's been going on, and uh, we've been monitoring that closely at the Santa Rosa Institute here in New Mexico. Yeah. Um, talk about the Santa Rosa Institute. What is that? Uh, that's a, uh, a, a sort of genetic research facility that uh, uh, takes that studies vampire and zombie DNA for medical and military applications. All right, so this is kind of what I was talking about with, like, Doom or Resident Evil. We're obviously not learning our lesson. I agree. Now, uh, is anybody trying to make an all-zombie army to fight in wars for us? That uh, That's uh, not a, a remote possibility at this point. A lot of the research involves um, sort of creating uh, mindless killers like zombies. 
but with the reasoning and, and intelligence of a vampire. Some uh, soldier that would never sleep, that could recover from wounds uh, very quickly. So that's a major area that they're into. Yeah, it seems to be useful. All right, now let me ask you something. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Hugo Pecos of the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency. You mentioned the hurricanes. What is it about the hurricane and the aftermath that tends to lead to this kind of stuff? The breakout, uh, the outbreak of zombies. Well, uh, because hurricanes occur in tropical areas, and that's where uh, infected vermin that carry this virus uh, tend to be, and so. In the wake of a hurricane where people are, are wandering around and, and don't have any homes, the uh, chance of a, the transmission of the virus increases greatly. Okay, so what, now what is it carried through? I, thought, I, I remember us asking you that before in D.C., and I forgot already. Uh, you, typically, it's, it's an infected uh, rat. Now, uh, if you find a uh, zombie or something, what do you do with it? Uh, there's not much you can do. Uh, you you uh, basically have to uh, you have to kill it, and, and the only way to kill it is is uh, to to basically take its head off. Wow! How many how many zombies have you killed? Uh, I would say in the hundreds. All right, so hundreds, hundreds of zombies. Now there have been a rash of zombie movies. Did you like Shaun of the Dead? Did you like Day of the Dead? What did you think of all these zombie movies? Or did you take offense to them because it's making light? Uh, no, I don't mind a little zombie entertainment. I actually like Shaun of the Dead as a movie. I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't show it to a class of uh, prospective zombie fighters because uh, it, it does have. The, most movies about zombies contain inaccuracies. But you know, it's necessary for the what is entertainment the, value. What is the biggest inaccuracy that's seen in zombie movies? What What's the one thing that just isn't zombie-like about them? Well, lately there's been this trend to uh, fast-running zombies, the the sprinting zombies of, of the Dawn of the Dead remake or the um, Twenty Eight Days Later. Um, that's that's highly inaccurate. Zombies do shamble, and they're uh, they stumble like drunks. Yes, exactly. There, early stage zombies are difficult to distinguish from drunks. Actually, um, we're talking to Doctor Pecos of the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, what's the sign then that somebody, uh, maybe a loved one, would be a zombie? Well, uh, they go through a, a transformation phase where they'll have a high fever and um, chills. Uh, they slip into a brief coma and then come out. Um, as a zombie, and, and their eyes will be sort of uh, uh, un, unfocused, their um, complexion will turn very pale, and, um, and, the, and they won't respond to stimuli. Now, if I came in contact with a zombie, how would I get away from it? Like, what should I do? Should I run? Should I, uh, you know, try to chop his head off? Could you kick a zombie in the balls and debilitate it the way you would a normal man? Uh, unfortunately, no, and uh, I strongly advise against engaging a zombie in any way. Uh, some people uh, in the past have tried to make sport of zombies by, you know, hitting them with rocks and sticks, uh, but the thing about zombies is they can move very quickly when you least expect it. So the best thing to do is just get away. Are they good fighters, then? No, but early-stage zombies are capable of teamwork. 
uh, one zombie may may sort of drive you toward a location where another zombie is waiting, but their ability to work together goes downhill very so, quickly. So, so they do have some kind of brain activity and uh, almost like you know, kind of uh, am, animalistic uh, trapping ability. Yes. All right, Doctor Pate goes from the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency. In a fight, what would win, zombie or uh, vampire? Uh, I get I get asked that question a lot, and and uh, actually I, I would uh, go with the zombie. Really? Yeah. Uh, vampires generally will run from a zombie. They don't want any part of a zombie because zombies are just uh, are mindless killers. They can't be reasoned with. They have very strong jaws, very powerful grip, and uh, they can take a chunk out of you in the bat of an eye. Now, what happens if they do take a chunk out of you? Is it like the movies? Will you turn into a zombie? Yes. Okay, so you are going to turn into a zombie then if you get a chunk taken out of you. That's correct. All right. Um, uh, 407-916-1041, Can you take some uh, phone calls, Dr. Hugo Pecos? Absolutely. All right, let's go to Jonathan. Jonathan, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, sir. I have a question. When you did have your agency, I just want to know, did... Anything, any truth to the rumor that Drew Garabo is a zombie? Uh, I'll have to check my list. Oh, you have an actual list of zombies? Yes. So it is a possibility, then? Yeah, there are suspected zombies on this list. I, I'd have to confirm it with uh, uh, examination. Are there any famous people that were zombies? Yes, there were a number of uh, famous zombie victims, uh, mostly explorers and the like, uh, Captain Cook, Ferdinand Magellan, um, Louis Pasteur, who was trying to develop a zombie vaccine, was killed um, while administering that vaccine. Now, you were bitten once, weren't you, in the middle of a zombie fight in L.A. where you fell through the floor and they took a chunk of your tricep, right? Yes. All right, so how did you end up surviving that one? Well, there is a, a sort of a de facto vaccine, which is uh, an immune uh, system booster that you can get within, say, six hours of, of being bitten. Uh, they inject it in your stomach, much like a rabies vaccine, and I was fortunate enough to be able to get that. Um, all right, let's take another phone call. Uh, Dr. Hugo Pecos, the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency. What's the website? Don't you have a website? Yes, it's uh, fvza.org. Okay, so people can go check this out. Because you can, uh, aren't there actually like clans of people who have signed up to be, quote-unquote, maybe um, freedom fighters fighting against the zombies? Yes, we have a number of people who have signed up, uh, but but they're not deputized, so... Um... I try to emphasize that they shouldn't just go out and, and uh, you know, with a, with a cross and, a, and some garlic or something. Because okay, so you're going to be a real trouble then. Let's go to Jethro in the hide on Real Radio. What's going on, Jethro? Uh, Jeth- uh, this is Jethro here. Um, I got a question for, for the doctor, good doctor there. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, in the hundreds of, um, of zombies that he's killed, has he ever mistaken a drunkard for a zombie? And if he did, whatever happened with that? All right, did you accidentally kill a just a drunk person who was uh, partying? and uh, Or do you have some sort of a really screening process to make sure everything's okay? There's been some close calls, but fortunately, no, I've never accidentally killed a, a drunk person. But uh, anytime there's an outbreak, there's always a danger of that. Um, but there's certain tests we can do uh, 
to uh, to determine that. Are you okay? Hello, Doctor Pecos, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, right. I was just. Are you just making sure everything is all right? It sounded like you faded out for a second. Oh, I, I, I yeah, maybe that's my phone, but uh, I'm okay. All right, I just want to make sure that you're all right. Uh, 407-916-1041, Sounds like you're getting up there in age. I mean, how long have you been doing this, Dr. Pagos? Oh, a long time. I, I started in the early 60s. And who commissioned this at first? Uh, this used to be part of the Justice Department, and uh, the website is just my way of trying to keep the uh, keep the vampire and zombie fighting arts alive and well for the next generation. Now, how do you feel about like uh, killing zombies for sport, like they're deer? Uh, I'm not I'm not fond of that practice at all. I mean, these were once uh, family members and loved ones, and I I try to treat them with as much respect as possible. All right, let's talk to uh, Dwayne. Dwayne, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. You got a question for Dr. Hugo Pecos of the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency? Yes, Dr. Pecos. Um, I believe I got into an encounter with a vampire or a zombie. What was the uh, what was the situation? Well, she was in a crack alley for ten dollars. All right, so it was someone in a crack alley for ten dollars. Is the chance that that was a uh, a zombie? It's it's definitely possible. Uh, this I, I assume this happened at night. Um, did, did you notice any any fangs on her or or any anything strange about her appearance? All right, yeah, he already hung up. He wanted to hang up and listen, so I don't know. Um, let's go to Absinthe Coma. Absinthe Coma, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Absinthe? Well, I wanted to ask Dr. Pecos if he's ever encountered a good vampire, like in the Anne Rice books, right. or a vampire or a zombie that he couldn't bring himself to kill. Maybe like a very hot one, like a Kate Beckinsale oh, from yeah. Underworld. How about that, Dr. Pecos? Actually, yes. Um, I would say maybe 1% to 2% of the vampires I've encountered are, are quote-unquote good vampires. Who don't want to go out and drink anyone's blood and like Blade, like some somebody like Blade. Yes, like Blade, conflicted. How, how do they live without uh, drinking blood? Well, they can uh, subsist on animal blood for a short time, say a month or two, but uh, eventually they'll die without human blood. Um, let's go to uh, oh, it's our buddy Bizarro Jesus. I haven't talked to him in a while, Bizarro. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey, I just wanted to ask a good doctor question. I, I I just wanted to see if you could confirm or deny a long-standing suspicion I had that Marlon Brando, in fact, died trying to fight the zombie disease. Okay, was Marlon Brando one of these? And in turn, was that for the reason uh, the reason for his bloating? Uh, yeah, it, it, it might explain the bloating, but uh, um, I had actually a couple people email me about that. Um, uh, however, I, I think it's highly unlikely he would go without taking some people with him. Uh, it would be hard to cover that uh, up on a celebrity of that magnitude. All right. So, all right. Again, we're talking to Doctor Hugo Pecos from the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency. You know, it's been about a year since we talked to you. What do you think the biggest um, problem is in the upcoming year? Like, what are you focusing on in the upcoming year when it comes to zombies and vampires? Um. Well, uh, with with zombies, uh, I think. Uh, I think complacency is the biggest thing. Uh, I, I think we, we can't get complacent and let our guards down and just assume this can't happen again. Um, and with vampires, it continues to be the glor glorification of them uh, in, in the movies and so forth. 
that uh, makes many people think this would be an attractive lifestyle. Um, uh, can you hold on through the break? Is that possible, or do you need to go? Because there are a lot of people that have questions for you. Uh, no, I'll hold on. All right, we'll take more calls then for Dr. Hugo Pecos. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Uh, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Wednesday night. I am Al Hefe, and that is J-Dubs. The phone lines are jammed. For Dr. Hugo Pecos from the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency, that's fvza.org, if you're looking for the website. Um, we're going to run through these phone calls, and um, and let's just see if we can really get to the bottom of this. Zampires and uh, zampires. <laughs> you know what? That's an interesting question. I think you already said before that there are almost Z- these, these super races. The, hi- the hybrids. Of, uh, I guess you would call them vampires. Dr. Pagos, you still there? Yes. Hey, do you think that Buffy the Vampire Slayer is an accurate representation of your life's work? Um, unfortunately, no. It takes a lot of, uh, work and, and training, uh, uh, to get to be, a uh, uh, vampire hunter. And, and I think that television show suggested that it was just something that your person was inherently endowed with. So, um, uh, no, I don't think it was accurate. All right, so the zombies sound kind of like like plague victims. Uh, it, I mean, could this be prevented? Is there almost a vaccine, possibly? Yes, they have. Uh, you know, they have discovered this uh, vaccine that does work similarly to a uh, rabies vaccine. It can be administered after a bite. All right, so it's it's more of the uh, the antidote then. Yes. Um, Josh has a question for you. Josh, you're in the hideout and we're ready. What do you got, hey. Josh? Uh, hey, I was wondering, uh, for Doctor, is it Paco? Pecos, yeah. Pecos. Okay, uh, I was wondering, zombies, can they swim? All right, that's a good question. Uh, can they swim? And I'll, uh, to couple that, too, are shotguns the best way to attack them? Uh, yes, yeah, shotguns are the best way. Shotgun blast to the head. And, uh, no, they cannot swim. So if you're near water, uh, swimming out of ways is, is not a bad strategy. I just remember seeing in Day of the Dead. Yeah, they just walked through the water. They walked through the water, but they're not going to be able to walk as fast as you can swim, so that's probably a good chance of getting away. Now, what if you were cornered, like actually cornered by a zombie? Then you it, had no weapons. Is there, I mean, could could you run through their legs? Or could, could you, like, distract them somehow with a light, like, like with a, a firework or something like that? Or can you, like, uh, poke their eyes out? And if they do, they use like normal vision, like us. Yes, uh, their vision deteriorates pretty rapidly. But uh, the best thing to do is kick at them. You don't want to ever punch a zombie because it's easy to to uh, get the virus that way uh, through through your hands and fists. Uh, so you want to try to kick out at them, uh, kick their knees. You don't have to be necessarily a martial arts expert, but. Uh, a kick to the knees and then run in the other direction if you can. All right, let's go to Jonathan. Jonathan, you're in the hideout and we're ready. What do you got, Jonathan? Yes, um, I would just like to know if there's any proof that zombies, women, are they particularly horny? Because my wife got bit by a rabbit and she just wants to do it all the time. All right, so it sounds like his chick got rabies and got really horny. Are the uh, zombie chicks, are they whores? Uh, no, not at all. Uh, fortunately, um, the zombies don't really think a lot about uh, sex. Um, you may see a male zombie occasionally looking aroused, but that's simply because of uh, decomposition, releasing gases in the, in the genitals. 
Now, I, I know that uh, vampires are supposed to be womanizers. Now, a female vampire, are they, like, uh, do they like sex just like as much as uh, the male vampires? Uh, yes, they do, but um, they, they'll use sex a lot to attract um, uh, blood, to attract uh, males uh, into their into their pack. And, and, and uh, Do you at least so get to have sex with them before they bite you? They usually don't let you go that far. Mm. All right, Bluster Big Hen says that zombies uh, must not be black um, because black people can't swim. I don't know if that makes any sense or not, but that's what Lester, that's one of the uh, deductions that he's made so far from this. Uh, 407-916-1041, uh, Mike, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Dr. Uh, Hugo Pecos from the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Hey, guys, how are you doing tonight? What up, dope? I just want to say that I'm starting to get a little freaked out mm-hmm. because uh, I just recently read a story about people in Alaska. They want to do this in an isolated area. They took uh, at least a dozen dogs, and they took all the blood out of these dogs and kept them in tubes, and they put these dogs to sleep and injected them with an iodine solution. Mm-hmm. And they waited about three days, and they put the blood back in and gave it an electric volt to the chest. I do remember the story. And they revived it. This, yeah. yeah, it brought this dog right back to life. And now they're talking about testing this on humans. All right, Dr. Pecos, this is what I was re- referring to with the Resident Evil, with something like Doom. I mean, are you seeing now, because you're not getting the federal funds anymore, with these corporations who are screwing around with this, is it going to be a time where your, you know, the federal vampire and zombie agency is going to come back and really, uh, and really fight for us? Well, I, I hope so. I, I think that's a possibility. There are a lot of young people who are very interested in going into this line of work, um, and the way the uh, military is pushing for, uh, you know, pushing the envelope with this testing, it, it, it uh, we could have some freakish anomaly uh, very soon. Okay, I'm. Uh, I look, I, Dr. Pecos, I appreciate your work and what you're doing over there at the uh, FVZA, FVZA.org. Um, Tony has a question for you real fast. Tony, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Tony? Hey, guys. Um, Doctor sounds kind of lifeless himself, so I was wondering if he might not be a zombie himself who's turned against his own kind, not unlike SBK. Okay, so I don't know what the SBK thing means, but, um, I mean, you were bitten. Are you afraid that you have some of the virus still flowing through you, even though you took the antidote? Oh, it, it's you know it's it's something that uh, is unsettling to say the least. But uh, no, I, I uh, zombies are not sentient beings, and um, I, I think I'm reasonably sentient. I'm not sure, but um, I have been uh, tested, checked with uh, with my physician, and he seems to think I'm in good health. I uh, Putin has a question for you, our intern Putin. What is that, Putin? Uh, Doctor Pecos, I was wondering. Do black zombies run really fast? Or okay, what is that? Is that what are you uh, now? Are you trying to get in, get a job over at the Air Force Academy? What is that? No, trying to Dubs, be a coach over there. Dubs made a very good argument earlier. I was just I figured. All right, let me ask you: Does does race factor in uh, with this at all? Actually, uh, to some degree, uh, the the uh, capabilities of the zombie will be proportional to their capabilities when they were uh, normal humans. So. If someone can jump higher or run faster, then uh, when they're uh, zombified, they'll, they'll uh, have greater capabilities. 
Dr. Pecos, I do appreciate uh, your help and what you're doing for the United States of America and keeping us safe. God bless you, Dr. Pecos. From the zombies and the vampires, and I hope to talk to you uh, again uh, in the very near future. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, FVZA.org. Dr. Pecos in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. I'm telling you, man, I'm watching this movie today. I'm watching Resident Evil. You watch any of these flicks, and... The way that the corporations and drug companies are screwing around, like with the dogs in Alaska, and this other stuff, it's dangerous. I, I'm just very, very happy to know that uh, there is a Dr. Pecos out there that knows about this kind of stuff and is trying to uh, spread you know, his uh, word. I'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Again, thank you to Dr. Pecos from the Federal Vampire and Zombie Agency. Now, during the commercial break, before uh, Chunks had that abortion of a, of a uh, commercial he tried to do there, uh, Deuce Childerone was uh, asking... If there's any way we can get Erica naked in here. Erica, the promotions got it. Yes. By the way, she got a big promotion here in the company. So we Now want she's to management. Yeah, she is management now. Now, Deuce Childerone, you are, uh, you're out there trying to now get you're her naked. Now you're misstating my statement. I said, do you think you could get her naked? Uh, we have because res- you want. Not, not let's. I said, do you think you could? We have respect for her as a manager. Yes. Yes. I wasn't asking you to do it. And we're not here to... Oh, we know how you run down management during commercial breaks. I know what you're talking about. And all I said was, do you think you could? Um, that doesn't mean go do it. Here's the thing. I look at uh, Erica, the promotions goddess, like she were a sister. And I don't want to look at my sister Black? naked. Oh. No. Like I didn't act. say I wanted to see it either. I said, do you think you could? I'm not saying I wouldn't look, but anyhow, I was uh, just saying, she's do you management. think you could? As management uh, promotions goddess, what do we do now with Deuce Childerone? Is there any? Is there anything that we can do? Or do we just fire him now? Do just we, fire him now. Do we, do we turn him that, in? That might be a step up for me, actually. <laughs> do we turn him in, maybe, to uh, the big bosses? I'm, Talk to Catherine. We were, we were talking earlier about these uh, these racist videos you had to watch at uh, work. How about the the uh, the sex sexual uh, you know misconduct Se- videos? Sexual harassment videos. Chunks, did you find any videos? Yeah, I found a couple. I found uh, actually. I found the racist video, and I did. Fi- I found a couple of sexual harassment ones as well. Too. Oh, you did find a sexual harassment one. Well, Erica, the promotions guy, is, uh, there's no need for you to stick around during this because you're obviously here working very hard yes. late at night. And, and you shouldn't be bothered with people trying to get you naked like Deuce Childerone. And t- I wasn't bothering and her. And sexually harassed the way Deuce Childerone harassed How her. How did I harass her? She was through glass. She was she didn't through even glass. She hear me. <laughs> I want to touch her ass. And so uh, we thank you for your hard work, and uh, congratulations again. Thank you. We're going to play the um, sexual harassment video for Deuce Childerone, because I think that he needs to to learn a little something. Where would you find this, Chunk? I think you need to play it for yourself. Why? What you guys did is the harassment. All I did was sit here and say... We harassed you for being a harasser. I don't feel harassed. I don't feel harassed. You never will with that attitude. I right, play this for me, chunks. What is this one from? 
Uh, it's just one from one of those training videos, I guess. I, I found a couple of them. And is this a sexual uh, harassment one or the racist no, one? No, this is going to be the sexual harassment one. And it, it looks like it's a little older, maybe early 90s, where they still have the poofy hair, and it looks like all the chicks wear mom pants still. All right, you uh, you gave me a paper here. Uh, is the, the first one the one, uh, the birthday party? Yeah. As it's labeled on here? Yeah, that's the first one. I guess it's a scenario about uh, what happens at a birthday party. And and someone's too uh, touchy-feely. All right, yeah, in the corporate bit. setting. All right, here we go. Let's hear this. Sexual harassment can happen anywhere. But if we take personal responsibility for preventing sexual harassment, we can create a positive work environment for everyone. Oh, that music. During an average workday, you may come in close contact with several different people. All right, this makes me want to fall asleep already. I know. That music that we just heard there uh, is only used in these types of videos or in, uh, like, uh, school Unsolved videos. mysteries. Unsolved mysteries, too. But the, the videos you watch in school teaching you about uh, how math is fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hear this. And whenever you always have to sit through these wherever... Whatever business you're in. Yeah. And try sitting in these with other radio personalities. They're just goofing the whole time. Most people are not offended by casual contact, such as a handshake, a hand on the shoulder, or incidental, non-intrusive touching. But there are some people, and some instances, where touching, no matter how casual, may become inappropriate. Yeah, Jerome. Happy birthday, dear Jessica. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. 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 What do they? What do the people look like? Uh, they got the tacky suits and ties on, like the plaid jackets and the mm -hmm. the power ties, I guess they were called back then. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks awful. And the guy that's hugging her is just this big, fat, hideous-looking guy. Jacket's too tight, kind of like Chris Farley, maybe, in a jacket. It, it's just so tight on him, and he's got the goofy hair, messed up face with glasses. And he goes up and gives this girl a big hug for her birthday. Yeah. That seems like a nice gesture. All right, uh, is this against it anywhere? If you ask a chick if she wants to climb the corporate ladder, I know a way you can get eight and a half inches higher, and then you unzip, unzip your pants. <laughs> I think that's just a pickup line. All right, I wanted to know if that fell in there. It's just that when Harry does it, it's different. <laughs> He's one of those people who always seem to be standing too close to you. Do reaching show. over you to push the elevator I'm button, no clothes stalker. brushing lint off your clothing, sitting just a little too close when you're looking at a document together, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. All right, how about this one? Did you get the memo? You're effing hot. <laughs> How's that one? Uh, when you were out smoking, I can uh, help but notice that you are smoking. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. And in this part of the video, he's he's doing things that people would, would never, ever do, probably except for people like Darone. Like, 
What do she, you? She's at her computer, and the guy's basically spooning with her, trying to show how to run an application. And nobody besides Darone would do that. I think enough people would have common sense. Remember the engineer that we had in D.C. who was a, a toucher? Oh, God, that guy was the worst. He he would, for some reason, he'd always be out smoking while, while I was smoking. And he kept on, like, hinting to wanting to uh, get me into uh, me and him into some kind of three-way with his wife. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. He'd come in late at night, too, um, while I was running overnight sometimes, and his wife would come in with their dog, like a little froofy dog. And he'd be down there, like, underneath the console fixing it, and he'd look at his wife, who was sitting in the chair, he's like, Hey, isn't she hot? Don't you want to stick it in her? You know I mean? You can't say that. Oh, why not? I didn't say, say what it was. Yeah, but still, the context sets up what it is. Damn. All right, what did the engineer say again and try to clean it up? He looked at All right, it. I'll say it. He would show up with his wife when you were working overnights with their little frou-frou dog and say, hey, isn't she hot? Do you want to hit it? Yeah. Do you want to bang it? And, and, and she was sitting there, too, in the corner. She could hear him say that, and he just laughed. All right, I worry about this. And this is a good question. Is walking around telling people to stare at rat brains, is that sexual harassment? No. That's that's art. Yeah. You, now, can't, you was, can't take away from art. Was the engineer, uh, was his chick hot or not? No. Uh, she was, for an older lady, maybe. She looked like one of those gaudy New Jersey girls. Yeah, With a definitely. lot of makeup on and too much hair. All right, was that the end of the sexual harassment one? No, there's still a couple seconds left. Um, and it's always with the women in the office, never the men. Now, everyone says he's harmless, but he makes me feel uncomfortable. Wow. And I'm not this way around other people, <laughs> just him. So, how do you determine when touching is inappropriate? Um, <laughs> how, is a dude to, how is a dude supposed <laughs> to sit through that and not laugh? You know, how could you not laugh if you're just watching this girl bitching about getting touched, you know? Okay, well, obviously, wait a second. It's not right to go around just touching people inappropriately. That's not right, no. Chonks. That's ridiculous. If this guy looked like Tom Cruise, she'd have no problem with it at all. all right, she'd be all about it. Usually, usually turns me on when a girl's talking about being touched. All right, so now you seem like you're pissed off because you've touched a girl inappropriately and because you're hideous she got mad no well no you know I'm, yeah I, I yeah you know done some uncover you know when i'm waiting tables i'm gonna grab the girl's ass every now and then by accident are you one of those guys aren't you and latched onto it a cops a feel like that and spilled water on a white shirt you're so dirty <laughs> you're an animal all right you have the other racial one yeah you want now this one this uh, one's just crazy all right let's take a break and come back with that one I guess these are those uh, the uh, at work um, sensitivity, sensitivity train for sexual harassment and racism. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. More of this in the hideout. Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1-407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, the Swami brings up something. Email Zelhefe E L J E F E at WTKS dot com. 
She ask she asks uh, so guys don't care if they get touched by a chick. Is that correct if you're at work? Um I would say it's very uh it's almost the same thing of if uh if the chick's good looking, no no guys going to complain about it. What if it's an older fatter chick? Yeah, then you're going to get a little <gasps> egged out. You think so? Mhm. I um but sometimes maybe a touch is a touch. Yeah, tell my dad that. So now we got to get into you being touched mm. as a kid mm. instead of talking about what we want to talk I'm about. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't mean to make it about me. Thank you. Have you ever been offended from a woman touching you, though? <sighs> or a girl or whatever? Not that I can particularly recall. There's sometimes when uh, if a girl's over-touchy, you just want to move get away, even if it's a girl you like. Do we have another sexual harassment video? Yeah, I found two sexual harassment videos, and this one's actually very, very funny. Is uh, this the mechanic one? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's these two mechanics and this this chick that works, and I guess it's like a, a plant or something, and they're just blatant. I mean, it's just bad. I guess uh, what woman she says is uh, she has a belly ring, and they start commenting on the belly ring. All right, let me hear this one. Now, hold on a second, just before we really get into it. Do they show these videos at a garage or at, like, a factory? I would say factories, yes. Even though you aren't really worried about the uh, quality of chick at a... Because uh, isn't that what Charlize Theron's new movie's about? About her and the Yeah, uh, working in a mines, yeah. Hmm. That looks terrible. How does she look in it? Oh, just like a uh, monster. Yeah, like Eileen Warlos uh, or whatever her name is. Are ugly women offended by this? What? Here's your one chance to go be in a movie playing some, you know, rough-looking woman, and you can't even do that because they're giving it to some hot chick. Do you think that's, like, the key for an Oscar? For dudes, it's playing a retard? And then for chicks, it's, like, uglying yourself up? Ugling yourself up, making yourself a boy or a boxer. That's the way to do it. That's the formula right there. If you're Hillary Swank, yeah. boys don't cry. Charlize Theron, you play an ugly, hideous serial killer. I think everyone should boycott movies where hot chicks play ugly ones. There's plenty of ugly women in this world. And on that same note, how do you think the fat chick felt, you know, from that Gwyneth Paltrow and Jack Black movie where he, all the girls were fat? How do you think she felt getting cast as fat woman needed in movie role? You know, I mean, wouldn't you feel awful? Which one? Uh, I think uh, the one where he's uh, real superficial. No, I, shallow yeah. how? I know yeah, what it shallow is. Shallow but what, what fat chick are you talking about? The the main love interest fat Yeah, chick? the main love interest one. That was Gwyneth Paltrow in a fat suit. Well, the other... The, <laughs> you're a dumbass. You're such a dumbass. I was, like, I was like, what is he thinking? Are you serious? You didn't know that was Gwyneth Fal- uh, Faltrow. Uh, Paltrow in a fat suit? Well, what about the other fat chick? No, 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 no. Let's focus, you moron. Did you not realize that? No. <laughs> I I need Mad Max to uh, no, show no, no, up no, again. No, that's all right. No, let's not make an open call for that, man. Damn it, it's too late. Can we just play the rest of this clip? No. I hate you, chunks. Mm. I pooped on your car. Mm. All right, let's play the rest of this one. Eight, six, five, nine, seven. Uh-huh. Ooh, Rick, that's nice. Is that new? Yeah, you guys like it? <laughs> yeah. Some of our best friends wear those. Yeah. Really? You're, they're good dancers, too. You a good dancer? 
Yes. That's settled. See, the next time you need some extra cash, we'll just get you all fixed up out of Big Al. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? They're trying to get her, because she has a belly ring. For some reason, they think that she's a stripper, and they'll, uh... Well, aren't most chicks who wear them, aren't they? Strippers? Mm-hmm. True. Horse? Horse. Mm-hmm. Well, you got the hardware, and you, you can dance, so <laughs> fit right in. All right, so that's true, though. That's just deductive reasoning. I'm failing to see what the issue of this is. And you have the tattoo along the small of your back. There's your application. Uh-oh, they're in trouble. Is this their, the, they're in trouble? Yep. Music? The actions of the men in this example are clearly inappropriate in almost any workplace. And their behavior could also be on the verge of being considered sexual harassment, even though it initially appeared that the female was displaying the body jewelry in a manner inviting comment. Although they didn't say anything explicit. What does this chick look like who's talking now? Of course she's hot. The one who's... I, I almost picture this as like a... An old woman? Like your middle school teacher telling you how wrong you were. Middle school English teacher. Hot. Comparing uh, Mr. Roser. Miss <laughs> no, Stanton, no way. Male co-worker with dancers at the local bar clearly offends the woman. If she tells them to stop and the behavior continues... A court may find the behavior to be evidence of hostile environment harassment. In addition, if a supervisor or manager becomes aware of what's going on, he or she must put a stop to it immediately. Stop saying I'm a stripper because I dress like one. (laughs) Or I'm going to have to stop dressing like a stripper because you keep telling me I look like a stripper. These big boots don't mean I take my clothes off, I'll tell you what. I love how the lady explaining it's wrong says, oh, yeah, even if she dressed real provocative, it's still wrong to hit on her. This, and that's messed up. This glitter on my chest doesn't mean <laughs> that I want to be a stripper. Because I smell like CK1 doesn't mean that I'm a stripper. It'd be like holding a pizza slice in front of Matt Albert and saying, no, you can't eat this, man. <laughs> All right, let's take that a break. It is like a strip club. Uh, do you have the racial one? Oh, yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Let's hear this racial one. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Um, Dubs, do you think you could, uh, you've ever been, like maybe you could have been accused of sexual harassment? I'm sure there's many times where I could have been accused of sexual harassment. I- Mostly against dudes. That's what it uh, is. Actually, my cousin, Bicurious BJ in school, almost got sexual harassment charges brought up on him by a dude. How? Oh, do you want to tell that story? Or tell it now. Well, uh, there was this kid, and this is really terrible. He, uh, this kid was definitely, uh, disturbed. Not my cousin, but the kid he was, uh, talking to. And, uh, the kid came into the classroom. By Curious BJ, my cousin, stands on the desk and says, Hey, uh, Joe Smith, did your uncle touch you? And he started crying. Because it was kind of like a rumor that his uncle touched him, and it ended up being true. Oh, my God. How (laughs) awful did you feel? I didn't do it. Yeah, but that's your bloodline by Curious BJ. And then he started uh, talking about how he wanted to make out with him while he was crying. (laughs) We got to get BJ on the show. He's so unreliable. Just call him. We should just. I try. You know what we should do? It should be Putin's job. Like once or twice a night, just to randomly call by Curious BJ every night until we finally get a hold of him. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with the racial one. 
Uh, Basszilla says, if you're not in business, don't advertise. I guess he's talking to the ladies. I don't think I agree as a feminist. No, you sound like a feminist this last break. It's a role. It's a character. <laughs> it's a hideout row radio, 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Going through these sensitivity training videos. 407-916-1041, and Star1041 on your singular wireless phone. I like to call them foreplay. <laughs> they are kind of, they, they do kind of turn you on at times. It's funny because you listen to that one about in the garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a video that's just like that, except in the end she ends up banging both of them in a wobbly age. Now these uh, these videos are like the uh, equivalent of like uh, real stories of the Highway Patrol reenactment videos, just how bad acting and uh, poor uh, poor choice of actors for it. All right, on Real Radio uh, Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger, Lovell Same says Chappelle put it best, and here's the quote: "You might not be a whore, but you're definitely wearing a whore's uniform, and that's confusing." I, I do remember that bit. He said if uh, if he was uh, walking down the street wearing a cop's uniform and someone came up to him saying, hey, you got to help me, you got to help me. And he said, hold on one second. Just because I'm dressed like this doesn't mean. That guy was I'm so true. funny. What damn religion ruining mm-hmm. everything. And then a guy, um, WCW, writes, he worked at a, a local place uh, doing some uh, horror stuff. And he goes, the amount of girls that would think it's okay to come through the house and grab your nads or uh, touch you below the belt would amaze you. If a girl walked up, if a guy walked up to a chick and grabbed her like that, he'd be arrested. But they're doing it, and it's okay. It is okay. It's definitely okay. Stop your bitching. Sissy. All right, what's this next one? A badge. This next one's the racist one, and it, it, it takes place in a hospital, and I guess... There's um, kind of like a Middle Eastern doctor asking the receptionist or a nurse to do something, and she's basically giving him the cold shoulder. So uh, it's it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> it's not supposed to be. Yeah, this is actually supposed to be incredibly wrong. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant, incredibly wrong. But still funny. Excuse me, sorry to interrupt. Yes? Do you have those results yet? Well, I'm a little busy right now. Yes, I understand, but I really need those. I'm going to finish my analysis by the end of the week. I'll let you know when they're done. All right. Thanks. I, I thought you said you got those results back two days ago. I did. Now, what's going on there is there's a different guy who overheard the conversation. He's an Asian guy, and he's questioning, questioning the nurse about why she blew off the other doctor. But he doesn't know that. Well, obviously. But why didn't you tell him? I will. Thursday. Thursday? Uh, that's not much time. That's the point. He won't be able to finish his analysis. It won't be complete. And Samuels will have to take him off the team. That doesn't make sense. Hakeem does a great job. He does. But having him on our team right now isn't such a smart thing. 
Okay. His name's Hakeem. <laughs> yeah. He's from the Middle East, right? Well, actually, I think he's from Columbus, Ohio. All right. I don't know anything against him. All right, if he's from Ohio, then that's the same thing. Get him out of here. Ohio sucks. Here, it's even here. worse. Personally, but the last thing I want right now is to be saddled with someone who spends their breaks on the floor praying. Whoa. We all bring our own view of the world to work with us every day. And sooner or later, we're going to work side by side with someone whose background and experience is light years different from ours. But treating somebody with anything less than professionalism and respect for whatever reason, it's a big mistake. From a legal perspective, singling anyone out for isolation, gossip, ridicule, or worse yet, actually sabotaging their ability to do their job can easily lead to charges of harassment. And if your actions result in things like the loss of a job, position, raise, or promotion, in other words, what we call a tangible employment action, both you and the entire organization can end up on the wrong end of a discrimination lawsuit. Hmm. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of, like, those documentaries. Instead of, like, telling you how to fix the problem, they're basically telling you how to, like... Get around the problem? And make it worse. Like, I basically feel that I could sexually harass someone better now or be more racist if I wanted. That was genius. Yeah, they're telling you uh, how to uh, not get caught. And how to get them fired. Essentially. <laughs> and that's what it all ends up being. It's like the terrorism threats. They tell you where we're weakest nationally. Mm-hmm. Um... 407-916-1041, It just teaches them another way to be very subtle about it. Now, subtlety hasn't been uh, something that I've in, uh, encountered all day. I feel a little harassed from earlier today. I haven't brought it up yet. But uh, Heretic Jose stopped by the hideout tonight. He also stopped by, by my apartment earlier today. <laughs> uh, the Jadam's birthday party was Thursday night, Heretic No, there was nothing going on in my apartment. And now the heretics know where I live. I apologize. It's only me that knows. And uh, For I'm, now. I'm You're, sure it's going to be on MySpace. Here's the biggest thing about Heretic Jose, too. He's the connector of the... Um, He's of kind of the, the ambassador. Of the group. He's very much the guy who knows everybody. And before long, you know that it's going to be out there of where Dubs lives. Yeah, I was uh, staying outside my apartment today smoking, and uh, Heretic Jose drives by. Oh, God. Rolls down his window, lowers his shades, and goes, Hey! Hey, see if you I just... didn't know you lived here. At the... You know what? When he told me the story five minutes ago, he told he told me the name of the, where you live. So there you go. He already told one person. See if he quit smoking. That is true. That damn, is, damn unneeded hazards. Yeah, heretic Jose. Um, I just wanted to say that I wasn't wearing any shades today. Oh, you weren't? No. Right, and, so now Dubs is lying. Yes. I'm not lying that uh, now you know where I live. I asked about uh, my cat and my girlfriend and wondered how you could get a key. Those are all true. That's because Hefe told me that I could. And uh, actually, I was asking for Putin because Putin's the one that really wants to stick it to your chick. He just oh. wrote it. He just wrote it to me. He goes, "Actually, I know where Dubs lives too." Well, you've been banging the Mojave Desert for years. It's it's tempting anywhere you can go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Tommy sent this uh, to me on the AOL Instant Messenger. 
Um, Heretic Jose, would you like to know where Daron's mom lives? Because apparently Tommy has that information. Yes, he does. Every employee probably has it. It sits on that computer. Just tell her to call me. Um, She's got my number. All right, Dubs, let's take a break and come back. Why would my mom be interested in Jose, by the way? Uh, Because he's... Is um, that a a thing against Mexicans? Are you uh, doing something there? I'm Mexican. Oh, Jefe's. (laughs) What is that? Hang on, your name's Jose? Uh, what, not every Jose is Mexican. Yeah. So what are you? I'm half Dominican, half Lebanese. Uh, so what, where does Jose come from? The Dominican part. The Dominican part. part. Okay. Uh, you should have wished you're Mexican. We'll take a break. We'll come back. And I, I was actually giving you a compliment. <laughs> yeah, at that point. You Someone lied to you. You, sh- you should have just run with it. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Dubs, I want to dissect this a little more. Because now that it's out, to who I would say... Is the biggest chatty Kathy of the heretics? I believe it is now time to just give out your address no. on the air. I'll, we'll talk. We'll give it out next. It's no, we're not giving out, out my Radio address. One hundred four point one. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio one hundred four point one. Reminding you, tomorrow night's the open door policy from nine to eleven. Then we go to Chillers for the official Hideout after party. Two dollar metal lights, two dollar Jaeger, three dollar frozen drinks, no cover. Thirty three West Church Street. That is where Chillers is located. Heretic Jose is here. He's yeah. everywhere today. Apparently, he uh, was at J Dubs's apartment this afternoon. Uh, I was just outside smoking, and conveniently... With his, Eric, hide, with his hideout hat? Yes. That has your name on it? Uh-huh. J-Dubs? And conveniently, Two he drives and by. Two a hyphen? Um, and he just drives by, huh? Well, Did you, you invite him in? No. Please. What? Why didn't you invite him in? He's a he jerk. Had pl- he had places to be. No, you should invite him in and say, hey, I want you to meet the love of my life, Sadie Lou, my cat. No one gets to meet Sadie Lou. Sadie Lou is my precious. Why do I have to deal with her? Here's what I like to do whenever I see her sitting there, because you, you know how cats sit there and they stare at you like, you know. They want to claw your eyes up? When they're, when they're just sitting back and they're looking around. I always want to pretend like I'm. That uh, you're another cat and kind of hunt no. your way over there? No, 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 no. Like I'm uh, perv. Martin Grammatica and like kick it and see if I can make it through the uprights. Oh, you definitely miss your Grammatica. I don't think I'd get it through the uprights, but I'd be able to kick it. Jake the Mechanic here on the Hideout on Real Radio. What's hey, up, Jake? Jake? What's up, dude? What's up? Hey, uh, J-Dubs, just give it up, bro. Invite us over Sunday for no. beer and football. No and, one's uh, coming over for beer or football. Maybe we'll just run a train on your old lady. I'm I, just saying. I, you know what, Jake the Mechanic? You're bringing up an interesting point. Here's what we do. We put a little There's no interesting point in there. We charge a cover. Maybe three bucks. If we do that, you get the keg and provide the um, the chick, and uh, we all just hang out because you already have the NFL Sunday ticket. You know what? It's a deal if I can uh, tell how close you live to my apartment. What do I care? <laughs> um, Dubs, I think it's a very good idea to have a heretic hideout party at and actually, your place. Actually, he uh, was inquiring about where you lived. When he, uh... What? what the hell's wrong with you, you maniac? Get out of here. That's true. Give me the hat. You're done. You're banned. Congratulations. Like, you're the first... like, so does uh, Hefe live in here? Yeah, I actually live right next door. No, I, I drew a little map for him. So he doesn't know what number apartment you're in, though. Well, there's only 
four in the little area that I'm in. So five. See, now you know better. Now you know to smoke a couple blocks down from mm-hmm. your place. All right, Jimmy Jam says, dude, come on. You could have uh, Lester Big Hands be the bouncer. You could have a whole thing. You got Lester Big, Big Hands comes over, my cat's being raped. <laughs> He's actually said that. I'm sure he has. All right, you know what? Let's do a hurricane thing, like a hurricane relief party, and we raffle off tickets. No raffle. Hold on a second. I'm not holding Just on. Just listen. No. We, we raffle off tickets. Whoever's ticket, whoever wins, gets to kill your cat. Like, skin it. Genius. I say. I like it. Yeah. I don't think that has any. But, dude, it's for a greater good. Come on. That's not for the greater good. There are people without power. And without Who cares? Too. If it kills my cat, I don't care. All right, what kind of cover are we charging? Five dollars, three dollars. There's no cover. There's no one coming over. All right, just like chillers in the after party, no cover at Dubs. This is great. No. Not even going to charge a cover. No one's coming over. That's perfect. That's classy. Is it going to be free shots at the door? At half face. I'll tell you where to get them. Oh, this isn't about me. It will be. Oh, it will be. Well, what about that stand your ground law? Are you going to apply that, Dubs? Yes. He doesn't. Anybody, he doesn't have a gun. I'll buy one. I don't need a gun when I have four four knuckles to just backhand people with. Walking through, smacking them. He's going to, uh, I don't know. I'm disappointed in you. Here in the hideout, we have the open door. We, Not in my apartment. Maybe that's where we start. No. We've been doing it in the studio. It's been really nice. I bet we could get a bigger crowd if we had them over to your place. I don't care. You got a really nice place. You got a lot of room. I do not have a lot of room. Well, then I'm... it would look full. Then it seems like it would be a really uh, happening party. And you could cook for us, too. I'm not cooking for you guys, too. Have you had a party there yet? No, and there's not going to be a party there. I don't well, like you, people. you got to have a party in your new place. I like to sit alone, playing video games and watching TV. That's a party. For me? All right, here's a friend of Hideout Heretic Jose. Um, Brian here in the Hideout on World Radio. What's up, Brian? <laughs> Oh, uh, it's Brian Pe- What the hell? Oh, he's not dropping you off in my house. What the hell? No, you're not. Beat it. Brian Peppers on the uh, hideout page on RealRadio.fm. Oh, there's your ankles just being chewed alive by Brian Peppers. All right, Jose. Now that you know where uh, Dubs lives. I know when he's usually gone. Okay. And I know where he hides the key. Sweet. So we can uh, have a little get-together, and you invite over your hot chick friend who you have over here. I don't hide a key. I DJ. I'll DJ. Right, you don't. You don't hide a key. And, uh... Not going to anymore. And we'll, uh, we'll, you know, we'll just throw a little little shindig. You you guys know you just walked over... Don't be racist. Jose's claim to fame. What? He kept trying to tell you he was going to DJ. And, oh, you, yeah. and you guys just talked all over it. I don't care. I mean, what, uh, I mean he can DJ. Am I all right? I, just, I think he wanted that heard. I really don't care one way or the other. God, Tyrone! Chunks hates you now. Shut the hell up! Just be quiet. <laughs> all right, Lester Big Hand says, what the hell's going on? Uh, how come you're not letting the brothers in? It's not a brother's thing. It's a Lester Big Hands thing, then. It's everybody thing. Hefe, there's a fly on your computer before you go on. 
Swat it off. Nightmare Dave, thank you, Deuce Joe. Nightmare Dave, you're in the hideout on the radio. What's up, Nightmare Dave? Uh, not much. How are you guys doing? All right. All right, uh, I got a good idea. We should have a party at uh, Dubs' house on Sunday so we can watch my bears trounce his lions and then we can shake uh, him. Uh, it's a hair-for-hair hair match. So how about we do that one, Dubs? We no all one's get... coming over. You guys can all watch the uh, bar. Are you... Well, your house will be better. Yeah. You have uh, female entertainment as well. All right, see, there's a lot. My chick's not going to be your female entertainment. You know, dude, you're selfish. Now you yes, leave, I am. You leave, I'm very selfish. You leave, I like my things, and I like to keep in mind. All right, Destro says, how come the brothers can't come now? They never could, and that's not a racist thing. No one can. Black, white, Asian. Eh, I'll let one Asian in. Who? I don't know, but I, I like them. Um, now, you always leave the blinds open at your place. How about no, we just all stand outside and look in? No, that's even creepier. And you can have the grill out there, and I'll grill with all of us gathered in your yard. You can't cook. Yeah, I really need you to do it. Can you go ahead and sacrifice no. and come out? <sighs> all right. Well, we'll take a break. Dub's obviously not in the mood for sharing. Ever? His, uh... Do you think maybe... How about this? How about at some point... You aren't even allowed anymore now. Um, Every time I walk in, he hands me a broom. Like I'm some sort of a janitor. Well, I mean, you were talking about it earlier. If you dress like a stripper, you got to play the role. I'm used to hotel living. That's all I'm saying. You're so racist. Just incredibly racist. Um, all right, Dubs. How about before you move, then? Maybe if you end up moving into a new, better place, we throw the party there. No. Couldn't you imagine? Don't you want this at some point? Uh, having, like, Lester Big Hands, Heretic Jose Zeppelin all sitting on your couch? Never! <laughs> Why would I ever want that? Now, you know, you know who I think... You know what I think you'd actually have over to your place? Hmm. Who I, the, the heretic I think you're going to become best friends with? Misfit Matt. You know, I, I could see Misfit Matt coming over and watching some wrestling. I think for some reason, now Jose would be his ride. Just because Jose already knows where, he live, where you live. Now that he's single, I don't know that that, that would be such a good idea, Dubs. Yeah, that's true. All right, Matt Albert offers this up. How about a cat shaving party? Whoever cuts the deepest with the razor gets the candy corn. There's no candy corn in my cat. <laughs> have you tried? Have you checked? Well, we did have her fixed. No candy corn fell out. Just uh, her mommy parts. Oh, right. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> Take a break. We'll come back. Chuck Jock. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888 And Star 104.1, your senior wireless phones. Time for the Hideout Headline Game Show. Game Show. Uh, time for you to win prizes. Light them up, you can be a winner. In the meantime, uh, let's get a little teaser from the Hideout News Director, Sir Gary the Prophet. So, Gary. Gary, how you, how you doing tonight? How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Good. What's happening? 
uh, just enjoying the program. You always make my evening real bright and wonderful, you know. All right. Oh, oh, that's so kind. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Call the Orlando Sentinel and tell them that. Yes, okay. Uh, um, what's in the news headlines? Uh, well, uh, there's a black man that escaped oh. from... A black man. Escaped from Volusia Prison today. No. Really? Volusia Jail. Hmm. Uh, um, what was the story? How did he get out? Uh, well, he, he he escaped and ran from the police, and the police finally caught up with him. Did he run fast? He went back to the jail, though. Do you think that the black prisoners run faster than the white prisoners? Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, did you ever go to the Air Force Academy? Uh, no, sir. Okay. What, is, uh, what else is in the news? Uh, I can think of nothing else. All right. Well, that's actually pretty good enough. Do we have a description of the man other than him being black? Uh, he, he's just tall and black. What does his hair look like? Uh, yeah, I think he had a crew cut. Oh, wow. Okay, so he had a crew cut. Well, Sir Gary, where are you going to be on Sunday, my friend? I'll be in the whole Primitive Baptist Church on Miller and Dillard Street when the garden is coming Sunday morning at 10, 10.30. We're going to Blanchard Pastor and... Uh, uh, the the public Aren't you guys having some sort of a drive too? Um, like taking a, or maybe like a garage sale or something? That won't be about November nineteenth. Oh, right. okay. Well, we have plenty of time to plug that. Hey, yes, how would you like a special appearance by the hideout? Are you going to be out there at the church uh, on November nineteenth for the garage sale? Are you going to go out for the garage sale? I'm going to think about going out there on a Saturday. Oh, that's perfect. All right, well, we'll we'll talk about it more soon, Sir Gary. Thank you. God bless you. Enjoy your program. Have a good evening. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right, let's do the uh, Hideout Headline Game Show now, J-Dubs. All right, you primitive screwheads. Listen up. Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. And you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Beat it. Try open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. Scram. Is the trick. Are you sheep falling asleep on your feet? Headlines Game Show. Oh. Headlines Game Show. No. I don't even know what I hate more, the actual song or the bed music. Uh, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Both of them should belong in Helmet of pain. $25 gift certificate to Numero Uno Restaurant... And uh, also, two four-pack of passes to Mako's Sinful Pleasures Halloween Ooh. Street Party coming up this Saturday night. So that is badass. Here we go. Uh, it's World National Local Sports Entertainment. And um, it's true, false, multiple choice, or fill in the blank. We'll start with Mike in the hideout. How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's going on, man? Let's play. Um, which category would you like to go with? Entertainment. Right, entertainment go. with Putin. Here's entertainment with uh, Putin. With Putin. 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 Ah. Entertainment tonight is fill in the blank, sir. Which children's TV show of yesteryear could return to prime time with a new reality show parody where viewers get to vote on the next member of the cast? Oh, sorry, dude. Right, he doesn't know. You know, don't you want to take a guess? Nah, he punched out. Brady Bunch. I know. No, ch- children's show. Yeah, that was a children's show, basically. Sesame Street. 
close. Throne? M- Muppets. Uh, that is correct, sir. You Muppets. know what the hell is going on. What did I win? Absolutely nothing. Wait, you want a vacation? Starts now. Leave. Um, <laughs> here's Adrian. World National Local or Sports, by the way, that opens up a phone line. So 407 916 1041 Let's go with local. All right, here's local news. Here is uh, intern uh, Putang. Local news is also fill in the blank. Brevard County High Schools will no longer have graduation ceremonies at what kind of facilities? Oh, God. Uh, hotels. I'm sorry, sir. That is incorrect. You haven't a clue about the world in which you live. It's actually churches or any place that displays iconic religious figures. Uh, so you would have your prom at a church? That think, happened before? No, graduation. Graduation. Oh, graduation. I thought prom for some reason. No, I, and even having a graduation at a church is kind of odd to me. It's got to be a big church. Yeah. Usually and, the and, gymnasium is the better place to have it. And this would be a public school? They were doing this before? I guess so. Putin, they did this before? I'm guessing over in Brevard they uh, had a problem with that, and uh, None people of the, finally said, hey, we can't do this anymore. None of the schools here do that. In fact, I think they all do it at UCF. At churches. Chicken? No, they all do their graduations at UCF. Oh. I think it's a KFC. I really want some church's chicken. I got chicken on the mind. Why did you get me going on chicken? I apologize. What the hell's wrong with you? You, you know I'm stuck here and I can't go get it. I'm contained. I'm doing you a favor. Mariner, you're in the hideout. What up, Mariner? Hey, what's going on? It's actually Merritt Island over in Brevard County that used to have their uh, graduation at churches. Oh, ah, wow. Thank you for the extra info. Um, All right. What do you want, world, national, or sports? Uh, national. Uh, let's go with uh, that douche Putin. Hmm? Go uh, ahead, Putin. Did you just call me a douche? You're talking to me? Uh, I'm sorry, I got confused. Uh, go ahead. True or false, sir? 40% of the troops lost in Iraq were under the age of 30. True or false? 40%? Uh, I would have to say false. That is correct, sir. You know what the hell is going on. I think it's higher. It is. It's 70% of them. Damn. That makes sense. Uh, hold on, Mar- uh, Mariner. You're a winner, buddy. Dubs, you actually scrolled through the names yesterday. Yeah, and it's really odd when you're looking through the names and you see faces of people you know. And, uh, you know, pe- people that lived, I would say, half a block down the street. Very odd. How that make you feel? It, 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 it's very... Um, it makes it very humanizing, you know. It, it what, looking at the rest of the pictures, it just doesn't look like a uh, nameless face. Um. Now, were you buddies with this guy? I, I, we partied before, we smoked a little pot, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, you know, we 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 weren't the type that would you know make plans to hang out together, but definitely party together but a you'd, lot. You ran in the same circles. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Scott. Scott, you're in the hideout. Had a headline game show on Real Radio 104.1. You ready, buddy? Yeah, sure am. World or sports? What are you going with? We'll go with sports. All right, here's sports uh, with Mikey Remy. Sports tonight is multiple choice, sir. D'Angelo Hall of the Atlanta Falcons was fired from his Reebok endorsement deal because A, he was arrested for a DUI, B, was seen in Nike shoes, or C, publicly announced his dislike for Reebok. Uh, I would say A. A, I'm sorry, that is incorrect. He was actually seen in Nike shoes. So once you uh, sign those endorsement deals, you can't wear any other shoes. I don't understand why you would. 
That's true, too. Because a lot of times you're getting the free gear. Yeah, why would you go out and pay for something when you can get the same type of product for free? And it's like uh, like Britney. Remember, I guess she had to deal with Pepsi, and then she was seen with a Coca-Cola? That's that's a little bit different, I think. I don't think so at all. They get fired for that. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're there to pimp their product. By the way, the hideout's here to pimp your product. Uh, seriously. And get a hold of me. I'll make it happen. Um, no need for middlemen. We'll deal with it personally. I'll give you Chunks' phone number. Here's (laughs) Shango, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? What's up, y'all? I'm working again, man. Y'all been on some third shifts this week, so y'all had not heard from me. Um, Well, uh, thank you for hanging in there with us right now. You're stuck with world news, okay? Yeah, man. That's what I thought. I was trying to get sports. Uh, Uh, Run with it. All right, here we go. World with Putin. All right, multiple choice tonight, Shango. What country has won the right to a particular name for cheese only in Europe? Is it A, Italy, B, France, C, Greece, or D, Germany? Which country um, has the sole right? the dark, dude. Again on this one, Italy. Italy. I'm sorry, no, you haven't a clue. It's actually Greece. Greece cheese. That's the last thing I think you'd want is Greek cheese. Feta. No ah. other cheese in Europe can be labeled feta unless it's from Greece. Oh wow, that's crazy. I honestly don't care. I don't like feta cheese. Feta cheese is nasty. It's what, disgusting. What about cottage cheese? Oh, oh. looks good on women though. All right, you know what? I'm going to punch you. Pepe, there's a big palm tree behind you. Just thought you'd like to know you've been here for six months. Um, ah. let's, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish Chunks could do an impression of someone that would help us. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. More of this thing that we call the hideout. And more of your phone calls. I almost want to see uh, get the pulse of Central Florida and see what you're thinking. 407-916-1041, and Star1041 on your singular wireless phone. Because it's almost unfair that we get to set the agenda. You know what I mean? Why don't you set it? What's on your mind? It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, we were talking about the endorsements. Mm-hmm. I am uh, a Texas Tech alum. Went to uh, Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. 13th grade. Congratulations. Oh, come on. You went to a broadcasting school for eight months. I don't even want to hear it. Um, you didn't even have to have a book. You had to have mic condoms. Exactly. What you need to learn in this business. Actually, that's really all you do need. I envy you. Uh, it was a lot cheaper. So... For some reason, I still didn't pay it. Look at me. And me either, ironically. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Um, I know you're proud. Cheryl Swoops, also a Texas Tech alum. Um, she was, like, considered possibly one of the greatest female... Uh, basketball players of all time. Mm-hmm. Not that many care. But she's come out uh, announcing that she's a lesbian. Shocker. <laughs> Is that her munching? Yes. Um, here's the odd thing, though. All at the same time, she's come out as a spokeswoman for Olivia, a, cru- a cruise line dedicated to lesbian travelers. How do I get on this cruise line? She's divorced with an eight-year-old son. I don't know. 
but I'm thinking, is this a publicity stunt so that she could nail an endorsement? And then could she go on like a regular quote-unquote cruise? Do you think uh, that that is a fake? I mean, you went to uh, Texas Tech. You should know her. Yeah, I actually uh, saw her play basketball. Dude, she was so badass. There were like athletes, like actual you know basketball players, football players, and she just made them look silly. I mean, she was a man among boys playing with men. When it came to basketball, she was she was sweet. It was great watching her like out in the rec. She's center. not the one they call she shack, right? No. Okay. But would you would you do something like this? Let's say an all all gay cruise line said J Dubs. We hear you. You do the homoerotic humor. Or are familiar with some of your work and some of the bathroom stalls around Central Florida. Mm-hmm. We want you to push our product. Yeah, I say. Hello. Here I am. And you'd go out and you'd do it. Mm-hmm. All right, what about you? I'd do it pants down, ass up. I'd be like, hey, sell these, all right? What about you, Tom? Look at this canal. God, do we have to <laughs> again? Uh, all right, I'm not going to say that. I don't know that for sure. How could you? It's so obvious. You don't know, though. She is as well. He's trying to out other um, WNBA people. By the way, did you see that there was some magazine who outed Anderson Cooper and Shepard Smith? For being gay? Yeah. No. Are they? According to the magazine. <laughs> what I... Anderson Cooper doesn't... Doesn't... Doesn't shock... Tell the lines! Doesn't shock me. Shepard Smith, though, I think it's hilarious. That he's on Fox News, and how much must he hate himself, if that is true, for being there? And just playing the bit of the right-wing Fox guy. All right, turn I, this I, off. I don't think that... Uh, Mo. I don't think he's gay. I, I he, He's just a well-groomed man. That's what I think. Shepard Smith? Yeah. All right, Giant Brian's in the hideout. What's up, Giant Brian? Hey, Doug, that party you're throwing at your house? I'm not throwing a party at my house. Well, I got a reason why you shouldn't throw it. Okay. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. I, you're better than this, Giant Brian. What are you doing? No, I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough, then. I don't even know what he was trying to do. Did he ask you over there, Putin, for advice? No, uh, he didn't. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. He asked me for advice. I said, yeah, go ahead and do it. (laughs) I think he was insinuating that perhaps the yeah, yeah, yeah guy might come to your house. No. No? No, no, no. No, no, no. That's just awful. Stop already. (laughs) Um, but I was... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I get the, uh, the correspondence between he and Tommy... Um, hey, do you think that'd be a good call? <laughs> Tommy, sure, go ahead. <laughs> Tommy, you're the biggest prick in the world. Well, I didn't want to say, no, that's awful, what, don't do it. What's with, uh, uh, when you're a producer for a show, you love when you see things tank? You just find so much joy in it? It's like the one time you actually laugh. And now Destro's pissed. What's with giant Brian doing that crap? 
and now here's the yeah, yeah guy. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell is your guys' problem? It's almost like if, roll over your bone, gently down the stream, merrily, 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 through the rumble, yeah. Oh, you suck. <laughs> so, is this bit putting out the RU486 dude, is that his new thing now? Is that where he's going? Oh, I thought that was before or after. I don't know. Because I thought that wasn't his bit, and so we were going to let him do it. And so now he's just going to continue to do it. Oh, boy. If you only had an idea how little we care. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. We'll take a break and come back with uh, Madam Monkey. Madam Monkey, nice. Wednesday night, 10 o'clock hour, we chat with Madam Monkey. Very interesting topic in the uh, sex lives in Halloween and how you do some of that role-playing. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I'm going to touch a kid. No! All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tepe and Dubs on a Wednesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Every Wednesday night we check in with Madam Monkey from MidnightMonkey.com. NIT, uh, she's our lovely southern sexpert. And um, Halloween's coming up, Dubs. I know that you like to role play with your chick, don't you? No, she doesn't allow it. Okay. Maybe um, maybe a little. Uh, I I do some forcible ones like uh, pigtails. Yeah, like uh, stuff that she won't notice. But yeah, put the pigtails on. There you go. Cause Good girl. Dubs' chick looks kind of young anyway, and so with the pigtails, it's like whoa. Mm-hmm. Hot. <laughs> yeah, a little bit it is. And uh, Heretic Jose, who now knows where you live, says, yeah, he agrees. That is correct. You know he's peeping in on the blinds at her. I have to do something about it. I have to you know, board up the, like there's a Jose hurricane coming through every day. I have to board up the windows. <laughs> I, don't have to, I don't have to go through the blinds. Um, Madam Monkey, welcome to the hideout. Sweetie, how you doing? I'm fine. Hi, guys. How was your week? That's the most important thing. I've had a wonderful week so far. Thank you. A lot of sex? I, of course. Oh, no. Lucky. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, so role playing, um, like I, I guess is where do you get started with that? Uh, is the best time to introduce it maybe Halloween when you already have uh, the costumes around? You know, you just say, "Hey, I've, I I really like to bang you as Chewbacca this, uh, tonight." Yeah, and well, you just you know, put the mask Halloween on. Gives you a reason to dress up. And, you know, obviously we're not talking about scary costumes. We're talking about something sexy, so, a little naughty. So um, saying uh, dress up as a stormtrooper would be the wrong thing. No, probably as a woman you may want to do the Catholic schoolgirl look. Oh, okay, woman. A French maid, or you may just want to look like a prostitute, just some kind of fantasy. Uh, well, it, when it is a prostitute, it's uh, a little bit easier. <laughs> what's, you're actually forking over 20. What's the most famous, uh, like... Costume, usually, Madam Monkey. I think a lot of men fantasize about the innocent Catholic schoolgirl outfit. You know, the little skirt, the high socks. Yes, do show their own. Do, now, do prostitutes take the opposite role on Halloween and dress up like a classy girl? <laughs> they, <might. laughs> they wear like a doctor's uniform? <laughs> Possibly. A nice business outfit with the glasses and the, uh, and the satchel. Um, all right, so how do you introduce it then? I mean, like I said, that's why Halloween is a good time for it. You know, you, you're out, you're at a party, you're both dressed up, 
And then just come across as that other person. Now, obviously, you know, some people may think that if you're role-playing or you're asking your partner to be someone different, then in a way you're cheating on that partner. Yeah, because usually you're just not even thinking of them. Well, I mean, well, I mean that happens probably during normal sex too. You're thinking of somebody else. And at that's least just honest nature. I mean, we as human beings, we're not genetically bred to be monogamous. So you have to work at monogamy. You also have nah. to realize that we as humans, we fantasize. It may be about a movie star, a rock star, someone we work with. But there are those fantasies, and if anyone says they don't fantasize, they're lying. So if you can take care of those, fulfill those fantasies for your partner within your relationship, then you're actually promoting monogamy within your relationship. All right, so are you then endorsing if maybe your chick wanted to have sex um, with a black man, you put on blackface? If, I guess if that's what she's wanting. All right, that seems a little odd to me. We're talking to Madam Monkey, MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. Um, so, uh, so now what? So maybe you've introduced it. Is this one of the things where maybe you're afraid about, all right, now every time we have sex, we got to dress up, crossing that threshold? It's possible. I mean, some relationships, and I personally know of people that almost every time it's a role-playing, it pretty much has to be done, and that's not healthy. I mean, that's that's going a little bit overkill. But just, you know, to give some excitement to your relationship, to add some new passion to the relationship, it's okay. you know. Yeah. To Is there a line you can step over with that, though? Is there something unhealthy that you can get into? That's for each couple to decide. Like, I, I try to get my uh, girlfriend to wear the shirt that I got for graduating from the first grade, and <laughs> she always gets upset about what it. What the hell? <laughs> You're so creepy. I mean, really, yeah, douche, Joe. You mentioned uh, good costumes for women to wear. I kind of, you know, I'm looking to dress up this year. I'm going to be going to a party. What's a good, cool costume for a guy to wear to have a chance of bringing someone home, maybe? No costume. Because last we... year, I... oh, we're not supposed to wear costumes? Dudes don't wear costumes. Don't be a moron. Military uniform. Because last year... in control. My most recent costume, I believe it was last year, was Peter Pan. Is that... Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mo. You're such Mo. a fruit. You're really your so that, that was a bad choice? Yeah, I would say that's probably a bad choice. I I'm think most women prefer man. more of a manly man outfit. Gotcha. Hmm. Um, all right, what's the best way to find out, like, your partner's fantasies without being direct or too direct? Should you come right out and ask, or do you maybe listen to them or try to probe and ask, like, certain questions? I always try to probe. Like, hey, if you weren't uh, with me, what kind of dude would you be banging? Or just, you know, Shack. you can ask if you have a trusting, open relationship, you can just ask your partner, I mean, what is one of your fantasies? All right, let me ask you, Madam Monkey, from MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E, what's your fantasy? A military man. Military? Come and take me away and take control. Uh, that's my fantasy. Really? Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't have a military outfit, but I do have a gun. How about I just put it to your head? <laughs> just right up to your neck. <laughs> Or like uh, I just do the whole time with a big uh, knife in my mouth, you know? Right. Uh, 407-916-1041. And then I stab you in the side and let you bleed out. 888 <laughs> What are some of the things you've dressed up as? Like what are you going to be for Halloween this year for Madam Monkey? Oh, I think for this year I haven't actually even decided for sure what my costume's going to be. Hmm. I'm thinking more of probably going to go with a little um, devil outfit. Nice. Are you going to wear any panties in that? Well, I can't answer that. You have to come to a Halloween party. All right, I'm going to get a ticket to wherever you are and hang out and just... Uh, yeah, where are you? 
A cop of feel. She's somewhere in the south. Don't you hear that? Can't you? Uh, what? Midnightmonkey.com. N-I-T-E. That's where she is. Right. Come to Real my estate. website. Go to Check the, out my article. Um, our, uh, our sex expert. All right, Madam Monkey. So do you do a thing, too, maybe around Christmas where you ask her to be like an elf and then like go through all the holidays, Thanksgiving a turkey? Um, yeah, is that like bestiality? Easter, get on a cross. What do you do? <laughs> Let's just keep it right now into the Halloween season. Okay. And, Not know, get ahead see of what ourselves. what your partner thinks and how it goes. And if they're totally against it and just just feel it's just cheating and they're not comfortable with it, with it, then obviously you shouldn't pursue it. All right. Would you even want to be with a person like that who thinks it's cheating if you're having them put on something? I would feel that person's probably not being honest with what all a relationship involves. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have to work in a relationship and... If your partner is interested in some fantasy of role playing, then you should be open to that, as long as it's within reason. Hmm. Okay. For you to establish. Yeah, douche. I understand the costumes and people want to be different people. What about if you're creating scenarios? Is that weird? No, that's that's not weird either. It's like if you put like a fake little glory hole up, like that's not bizarre. Well, you can, you know. Meet Have you been to Dubs's place? No. <laughs> Mo. Um, all right, hold on a second. Giant Brian has a question for you. Be careful, he's drunk. Giant okay. Brian, what's going on, buddy? Hey, I, I wanted to ask a question about my costume to uh, Madam Monkey. All right, what are you uh, going as this year? I'm going as a maybe, 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. What the hell is wrong with maybe, you? Maybe. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. All right, did he try to run that one by you, too, Tommy? And you agreed to that one. I tell him, go for it. <laughs> the hell? You're sabotaging us. Tell him to be somebody. All right, Madam Monkey. MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. Thank you very much, sweetie. We'll talk to you and have a great right. holiday. Thank you. All right. I, uh, I think you got to get a little worried. Like, if you ask to do that, I think it's cool. But then at the, when you're to the point of your plan scenarios of, hey, meet me at Ibar. And I'll ignore you all night and come up and pick you up uh, at closing time and then take you home like you were a skank that I met at the bar. And it gets like that involved. I think you're giving probably, me ideas, ideas and top of ideas. I think it's probably too much at that point. Has someone done that one to you? I've never heard of that before. No, I've seen that in like movies and stuff. Where um, porn ones or regular ones? Regular ones? Where they're trying to spice it up, maybe television show or something like that. Or maybe soft, softcore late night. Yeah, like on Skinamax and Emmanuel. Emmanuel goes to the moon. I like Emmanuel in Rio. I didn't see that one. Like Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> that guy was great. You always knew it was going to be a great night on Showtime if Joe Bob was on Joe there. Bob Briggs in his uh, drive-in theater. And then he sucked when he went to like USA or whatever because yeah. they didn't have any boobs on that one. Why would you watch the? Why would you watch any bikini car wash movies without boobs? Remember when you were a kid growing up and you'd go through the TV guide, circling all of the, uh, uh-huh. going through the back, circling well, all of the movies that had that precious N on it for nudity. Oh, don't be racist. No nudity. Okay. <laughs> nudity. Um, now I had uh, I had the big satellite dish growing up, and we got a uh, a the guide. cable guy one. Yeah. Like that huge one. Yeah, like oh an my- insanely big one, and we had a. Uh, a uh, guide for the whole month. It told us what it was on the whole month. 
so I could go through it for January and circle all the nudity movies, and I'd have my whole month set. I remember my favorite night was Sunday night because you got the Sunday newspaper and you got the you got the TV guide in it in Dallas, and you open it up and I'd go through. And I would write it down because you couldn't circle the movies because your parents were looking at the TV guy. Mm-hmm. So I'd sit there and I had a whole chart, like a batch chart for the week. And my dad would, it's like Saturday night or Friday night because it was, that was when they always were. And my dad would be like, Are you going to bed? I'm like, No, 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 I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, uh, watch sit here. And, yeah, and, you know, watch the rest of the game or whatever. Did you ever get pissed off? Uh, let's say you happen to be scrolling through and you found like a movie with great nudity in it, and you got the guide, and it's one of those movies that only plays like once every two years, and you never, you know, you, you can't see it like readily, and you'd look every month, and it wouldn't be in there, and you'd so pissed off. I remember this one time, my dad and his buddies over, and they're sitting there and they're drinking, they're getting drunk, and they're watching VH1, and. Like hooting and hollering over a Janet Jackson video and about how hot she is. And my dad actually throws out like a punch in the clown joke to me or reference to me. I remember being so like weirded out by it. But I remember being so pissed off that night because him and his buddy wouldn't go to like get, you know, like leave. They you wouldn't know, his, get away his, from TV. His buddy wouldn't go home and my dad wouldn't go to sleep and ended up missing a great night of skin flicks. And flicks that probably had some bush in them because uh, my dad's in there getting drunk in the living room. And I'm Those like, Come are the on. best. Like when you got like just a quick two-second flash of it, of the promised land. Yeah, because you don't know when you're growing up what that sweet, precious promised land is. Yeah, you just see some hair. And, and you see that, you see it unkept now, and you're like, what the hell's wrong with yeah. you? But when you're in the seventh or eighth grade and you see that in the movie, it's the greatest thing ever. Did you ever think that like their hair, the hair right there might be uh, straight, but they use curlers? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, like little mini curlers. Yeah. Like grandma has her hair when she wakes up in the morning. What? No, grandma. You know the ones that you know they have stuck straight straight to their head. The pink ones. The hell? No. Hmm. Well, Me neither. Dude, those were the good old days. Yeah, right. Well, now you can just watch it any time of day you want, though. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's worse, because now you go home on your lunch break, and you're like, nothing's on? Eh, I'll watch some porn. And it's just, it, back then, you could you could run something to the smallest thing in the world. Now you need the most depraved stuff in the world to get you going. You know, I was thinking that, too. Like, I was sitting there watching a porn yesterday, and I'm like, it's... Basically, guy just doesn't do it for you anymore. Basically, the dude's putting on, like, a uh, a mining helmet and crawling. God, that's how that's what it takes to get me going anymore. I um, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking. I remember the old days when. Remember that like that feeling you get when you're watching a new porn for the first time and you're just kind of excited about the way the scenario is gonna play out. Yeah. And, but then when you've had a porn for a while, you already know it's coming up and you're you're fast forwarding to get to your shot or scene or yeah. whatever. The scene that gets it for you every time. The one with the puppy. What? Chuck Jock. Take a break. We come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. You celebrate the minute you was having dope. I'm like, critics, you can kiss my whole ass. If you don't like my lyrics.
right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It's uh, Al Hefe and J-Dubs here on a Wednesday night. Tomorrow's the open-door policy, but our buddy um, Zeppelin has swung by. Good to see Hideout Heretic Zeppelin here. Deuce Childerone is also uh, in the house. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, we were running through the... Just like when... Running a batch as a kid. Yeah, and especially to... To the Skinamax. Yeah, when you didn't have any access to porn at all. I would actually look through, uh, like, uh, catalogs of, like, stores and look at the bra section. Oh, yeah. See, this has all been taken to the next level. One thing that I always goes on in my mind, I don't know why I'm always thinking, I'm not always thinking about this, but... Sure. If, a, if there's a high school-age boy and a father living in a house together, surfing the Internet... They both need to realize that they are basically sitting at the other person's masturbation station. Because that's all computers are. Why? You know, well, not for me. I own that. They're, they're using the same hands to type on the same. Yep. And even if they're not finishing the job at the computer, they're getting things started at yeah. the computer. And oh, there's that's, uh, that's really dirty. There's skin cells. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's so enough. you got to buy your own computer. You cannot share with your father or mother at that. Wow, that's really dirty. I never even thought about that. My, uh, actually, I have a friend. Uh, his dad, very old, like much older than him. You've met him before. It's Steve. Has very crazy hair and everything. He went off to the Army, and when he came back from the Army, his dad had a computer. So we were surfing around on his dad's computer. Oh, we, we found a bunch of his uh, instant messages of his dad pretending to be the son who's in the Army to pick up young chicks. Oh, what is the uh, what is the son of what did Steve say? Laughed. I mean, he's a senile old man. I mean, literally. Oh, so he wasn't gonna get anything. No, then. no, but he was, you know, like get, just getting his to get excited. His, yeah, doing his thing, talking to you know some uh, younger ladies. I always like to log on to Nick's Ball ninety nine. Yeah, that that's actually the best uh, batch. Uh, uh, AOL Instant Messenger name. But for some reason on that one, it's always dudes saying, hey, uh, when are we going to meet up again? Yeah. K-N-I-C-K-S-B-A-L-L-99. That's on the AOL Instant Messenger. And if that doesn't work, uh, I always use to uh, have people call me. All right. That's my I am name. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm not I'll giving out. Oh, no. And back to the computer thing. Mm-hmm. You know how, like, when you have to? <laughs> we don't have to. When you're on the TV and you got to worry about, you know, your parents coming and change the channel real quick. I remember when my mom, the way the computer used to be was facing the doorway. And when she switched it so you couldn't see it from the entrance, that was great to me. Because then I had a little extra time to change the... Right, uh, do you ever have this wherever you have roommates or anything, or maybe if you got a chick or something, um, you... uh. You have a plan if someone comes home of how what you're going to turn off first, the VCR or the television, and where you're going to hide everything and how you're going to pull up your pants or if you're going to throw a pillow over you. Do you ever think about that? I had it set up in a way where when I, right when I turn off the uh, VCR, if I press stop and eject, it's already on regular TV. So press stop and eject, already on regular TV. It looks like I'm watching something wholesome. Uh, take the tape out. Put it somewhere, either if I have time to get it back into its uh, regular place, fine. If not, it goes uh, underneath one of the cushions. And uh, then, you know, I just pull up my pants, and if I have time to clean up, I do. If not, I, you know, 
walk with a hunch over to my room. Have Have you ever been caught by a roommate? No. Never no. Been caught by I've never been caught, period. I kind of was caught somewhat in the process. You want to hear a story? Sure. My, I think it was my sophomore or junior year of college, I actually lived with two girls, two freshman girls. and High school? No, college. Okay. And I don't remember what happened. They wanted something in my room late at night. So they knocked on my door, and I tried to pull the, oh, I'm sleeping. Why? And they came in my room, and I totally forgot that I had porn sitting on my computer playing while they were in there, and I'm claiming I was asleep. It's so awful. And I didn't realize it till after they'd left my room, and I got back in bed. What like, kind of porn was it? Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't even tell you. So then the next day, I'm trying to like cover up for myself, like, oh, a friend emailed me that one. <laughs> You're such a terrible liar, too. Tommy told me you were on Hooch's MySpace page, and that's what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, Zeppelin, hideout hair tech. I got busted out in the Middle East about a week into the war. I was, <laughs> I was, kinda, but somehow I think it's probably even forgivable out there, too. Now, when, when you're doing it out in, like, Iraq, do you do it like a cat and just, you know, bury it? No. <laughs> no, you just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of sand, so it just, it, okay, that's, yeah. that's um, good enough. But I was, it was during combat, so, but I was the first person in my battalion to ever do that. So. I, they must have loved you while they're fighting a war. You're busy running a batch. Huh. You yeah, need a cool yeah, head to you. You've got to do what you got to do. you got to keep calm. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, 407-916-1041, Here's what's funny about being on the radio. These are the kind of conversations you forget. And then you later on, we're going to go out and meet somebody. Like, hey, I remember that time you guys were talking about when you got busted running one. And you forget that people are hearing this. Yeah. Uh, the worst thing about getting caught or the fear of getting caught is you all, you have to be running one with, like, eyes in the back of your head. You have to be looking uh, out the window, making sure mom's not pulling back into the driveway. And when mom Peeking pulls, out the blinds. And when uh, mom pulls in the driveway... You know you have about 45 seconds if she has groceries a minute and a half. So you're you got very little time to make sure everything is back the way it was. And God forbid it's one of their porns and you have to uh, rewind it to the exact same spot that it was when you took it. What about too um like when you have your kid dubs if you ever mm-hmm. if you do end up having it are you going to just let them be in peace? Or I'm going gonna... to mess with them. I'm going to mess with that kid so much. Uh, and and you, when you're now knowing, you know that your parents knew what was going on. No, without a doubt. But they didn't want to say anything. I think that uh, you have to say something. What are you going to say? Get that out of your hands. <laughs> That's the devil's. <laughs> you're going to go blind? You might as well be holding the devil's pitchfork. Yeah, Zeppelin. See, the problem with that is, is that it, it'd be funny to you, but that's when you're developing your kids psychologically. Yeah. You're gonna come up with like a serial killer <laughs> Buffalo Bill person, or whatever the guy from Psycho is. Right. No, you're right on. You're gonna get a little Ed Gein. And the worst thing is, is you're developing a routine. I don't know about you, but from the sounds of it, you had a routine. Oh, of course. So your parents probably hear this routine, you know, whatever it is, movie straight to bathroom, you know. What's going on? And it's on not every like time. you can't hear a uh, a, a tape a deck from the VCR. You know what I mean? That's like one of the loudest noises ever. And you're like, oh my god, 
fast forwarding, rewinding. Especially when you're uh, you have a uh, VCR in your room and it's always a hand me down one from the living room. So it's like the top ejecting one that comes up. <laughs> I, but, you know what, but you know what's even funny about that too? That's when we were growing up. Nowadays, I figure the kids they all have PlayStations or Xboxes. They all have that. And if they do take uh, DVDs from their parents, you don't have to find the uh, spot in the tape. You know, you don't have to go back. Dude, I never even thought about that. Yeah, they don't have to go back to that exact exact spot to give it back to their parents. No wonder the kids are degenerates now. now There's no thought into their batching. Son of a bitch. Do you you don't have a problem watching like your mother's porn? Back then, uh, you didn't really realize it, but once you uh, think about it nowadays. You are watching at the point of where your father, whoever, completed. Yeah, I, I can't do that. I uh, When my mom went out of town, her boyfriend lives with her, and I started to watch his porn, and I was like, I don't know what's going on with this. I had to take it out and quit watching. You probably I, knew that he was probably banging your mom to that well, point. Well, I wasn't sure what was going on. I was like, I, actually, I, was like, and, I cannot watch this, so I took it out. And, and they were acting out scenes to it. I sure hope not. <laughs> Better not have been mom. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Let's get her on the phone and ask her. Actually, better yet, Tommy knows her address. We'll go over there. Act that a scene. Talk to her about it. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. RuralRadio.fm is the website for whatever you need for the shoe. Pictures, uh, archives, audio, it's all there for you. Hit it up, realradio.fm. Yeah, right now there's pictures of uh, Chunks and what happened to him earlier this week. Someone uh, dropped a log on uh, on his trunk, so, and not a wooden log. Right. Um, Dubs, we're doing all this talking about running a batch. Now we're actually to the age where we can get sex. Mm-hmm. That's all before you even have a girlfriend, you know. Oddly enough, you uh, you're at the point of where you can have sex, but you'd rather batch. Before you'd rather be banging a chick, and now you're just like, you know what? I'd rather not have the uh, hassle. I'll just batch. Yeah, that's true. Let me let me ask you something. What do you think uh would be better? Like, what would you rather? Would you rather sex with a college educated chick or someone who just graduated high school? Uh, someone just graduated. Um, not like 19, but... 19's good. No, I'm saying like someone who only had a high school education. Let's mm. say he's 20, they're both 27 years old. One of them only had a high school education, the other one has a college degree. On uh, the the college degree. You think you'd rather have sex with that? Yeah, because if you do knock it up, there's more options there. All right, so that's the only that's the only way you're looking at. Yeah, it. well, I mean, if they look, both look the same. What do you think the sex would be better with? I'd say the girl who uh, just graduated out of high school. Not just graduated right. out. Of, that, get your did, mind yeah. out of the gutter. He, that's what he's thinking. No, that, that's all she did was graduate high school. Okay. She didn't go to college. I got you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Zeppelin. I think the college edu- educated chick would be a lot better because it's obviously she's more ambitious and she knows what she wants. Now see, no, I w- she's uh, the, but the girl who just went to high school has had to hustle for everything she's done. You know, she hasn't got anything. Has had to, to work her. hard. Yeah, she had to work hard. She's had to uh, maybe sleep her way into a few situations. Uh, you know what, Zeppelin? I agree with you that the chicks who will go to school tend to be. Um, 
Ambitious is a good word. Another thing too that uh, I was I would say, not even so much about it being ambitious, but also to a little bit more self confident. Fun. How so? Have you ever seen these girls at, at colleges? They're laying on their back for any guy in the round. How are they more self confident or uh, more ambitious? More experience. I think I'm talking about. I honestly believe that one of those chicks is more, uh, like you said, more confident, and so she's going to be better at it. Dubs, I'm with you. I'm going with the high school girl. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. You know, the, the college grad might have higher expectations with with just the high school graduate. You know, if you're not good, tell her, listen here, stupid. You don't know about good sex. <laughs> what do you, what do you know? Yeah, what do you know, dummy? Uh, DP or, or BP here in the hideout. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay. Damn you, Brian Peppers. BP. Come on, Putin, screen those. Bill, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Bill? Hey, gentlemen, how are you? All right, dude. I just wanted to bring up a uh, fact about fat girls being much better than the very hot girls that are uh, very, um, I don't know. Hot? <laughs> very hot, and they're, you know, they think they're hot, but what about the fat girls that don't think they're so hot? That's much better sex, huh? Not much better, much smellier. There's definitely a scent, like you just banged a uh, piece of roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zeppelin, keep it clean. I don't know. There is something very uh, entertaining about girls in the sack with very low self-esteem. Oh, yeah, the lower the self-esteem, the better the sex is. <laughs> what? Ch- chumps. Oh. Gravy. <laughs> Rikers, you're in the hideout. What's up, Rikers? What's up, Pepe? How you doing, man? What up, dope? I, I got to go with the college girls, though, for real. Because, like, the girl who only graduated high school, she's banging the loser guys, like, low-end, like, minimum wage working dudes. College girls get all their experience out in college. They get That's the time they get freaky and crazy, and then they know what to do in the sack when they get older. Uh, you know, that's another good point, too. No, they they feel like a sack when they get older. That's not a good point for the high school angle. If you're making twelve bucks an hour to this girl, you're rich. Yeah. Look at this money I'm making. You'll you listen. Want to go to the movies? Huh? Stick with me. You'll do fine. I want to go to the movies. <laughs> All right, Lester Big Hands is asking for a favor. No, no, I'm not giving him favors. He's uh, looking for a, what he calls a new bitch. So he wants me to give out his email address. Do it. <sighs> Nick Spell 99 or? Right, Lester, I'm more comfortable giving out your MySpace. How about that? Give me your MySpace link because his email has his last name in it. And he's already known as Lester Big Hands. I don't want to. I'm going to protect That's you. That's not his last name? Big Hands, no. With a Z, no. So tell him to give me his, his uh, MySpace page and we'll go from there. I thought it was like German, Big Hans. All right, so this, this whole uh, conversation that we've had, mm-hmm. I've got the data. That'll prove uh, one side correct. Myself and Zeppelin, who are saying the college-educated edu- girls, or Dubs and Dusho, who say the girls who only had the high school education. What about what Pepper said? Uh, no, nothing Your about ankles. nothing about kindergarten. Uh, I'll take a break and I'll give you the answers next in the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Hi, welcome back into the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. 
So the debate currently is, what would you rather have, uh, who would you rather have sex with? A college-educated woman, at the same age, if they're like 27 or something. Okay. College-educated woman or a woman who only had a high school education? It is the uh, belief of Zeppelin and myself that the sex would be better with a college-educated woman. Because of self-esteem issues, uh, uh, they'd probably be better at it. Or at least know more or want to be good for themselves. I don't know. And for Douche Childerone and Dubs, they maintain the girl only with the high school education. Well, my Because st- they would have to work harder in life. Yes. Again. I don't think we're claiming the sex would be better. I think that everything else would be easier. And the excuses would come easier as well. I think, I think all overall, even the sex would be better. Um, women who are educated, married, or heavy are more likely to have low sex drives, according to a landmark Canadian study that explored the links between sexual problems and social and personal factors. So, uneducated women have lower sex drives? No, educated women. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it actually goes against Zeppelin and myself. Nice. Yeah. Up top. It's uh, found that 55% of the respondents had three or more concerns about sexual function. Low desire, pain, or infrequent ability to climax. Pain? Contrary, That's good. <laughs> it's really good. Contrary to the researchers' expectations, like what uh, Zeppelin and I would have thought, university-educated women are more apt to have low sex drives. 48% compared to the 31% among high school graduates and are less likely to complete during intercourse. I thought you were going to say call the cops. Now, a professor of psychology and uh, OBGYN who co-authored it said, it may well be that highly educated women are different from less educated women in many, as- re- uh, many respects. Maybe they have higher standards, higher expectations, and legitimacy lower the evaluations. And how low do you... Maybe they're living a much busier and more stressful life, so it's not as good. I would not say more uh, busy or stressful. Uh, I I would say that they may have higher expectations uh, set forth by going to, you know, all the school they went to and all the, the, what the parents have put on them, being professionals. Right. So uh, it's actually been decided. Now, how how low is that uh, OBGYN sex drive? They, they've got to have none. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's a dude. If you're staring at that all day with all the problems. Yeah. And everybody says that, like, especially growing up, I want to be a gynecologist when I grow up. And when you think about it, all the diseased parts you're going to have to look at. The only way you can be a happy, healthy gynecologist is if you say ages 18 to 25. Without any STDs. Yeah, <laughs> clean. And what's the point of that then? I mean, you can't. You're not going to get any business that exactly. way. Exactly. That's that's the whole problem. You don't you don't want to have that gig. Uh, imagine looking at an old grandma. All right, I don't even want. All right, to. now I'm now I'm back in it. Now I'm turned on. Now I want to be one. <laughs> let's uh, let's check in with a former hideout heretic. Um, he's still a hideout heretic. Yeah, he's still a hideout heretic. He's just no longer in the area. Dirty Howie, what's up, buddy? What's going on, F.A.? How are you, man? Where are you? Uh, so where did you move to? I am in Warren, B.F.E., Pennsylvania right now, oh. where it is colder than hell and freezing rain. Oh, man. Um, 
What are you so, doing? What are you doing up there? Uh, I have no idea what I'm doing up here. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why did you? Why did you end up leaving? Well, uh, family issues. Mom needed help financially. Figured I'd come up and help her get her stuff straight, and so that's what that is. I tell her she's a grown woman. <laughs> she is. Be I somebody. I tell her that, but you know what can you do? You know, family comes first, I guess. But are you hey. are you ever moving back down? Yeah, I'm coming back down at the beginning of the year. Oh, perfect then. All right. So, but I want to pitch in on this, dude. I, I would much rather have the 17 year old that just dropped out of high school and got her GED. Okay, all right. So someone who yeah, the night school girl, someone who yeah. didn't even get the college education. No, it's college or high school education. You know what I mean? Those are the best because they have no idea what they want. And that way, when they get me, they think it's good and. And, and also, you can help them with their uh, long division night school work, and they think and you're a genius. And you feel smart. You feel real smart. Well, it's good to hear from you, Dirty Howie. And well, Definitely, you guys. I'll check in once or twice before I leave, and then when I get back down, I'll have to stop in and see you guys. Absolutely. There's our buddy, Dirty Howie, up All in right. Pennsylvania. See you, man. Wow, you're a human calculator. You know all the math tricks. Oh, My graduating class has 15 people. One of them stabbed a guy. I Destro's like, dude, my fiance is about to get a dual education in public health, public admi- health, uh, administration, health administration. Wow. Going to med school to be an OBGYN and all I have is a high school education. You know what? She, she might as well have just put a nail right through hers. No. Destro's all right. I'll tell you why. If she's going to be an OBGYN, that actually works to a man's advantage. Because she'll be so happy to see something else. And she'll be so happy that uh, actually someone wants hers because she she looks at so many bad ones all day long. She doesn't see how anybody could want it. Yeah, he's got a good thing going. I don't know. But, Dubs, how happy does it make you feel to know that we're in Florida right now and not having to deal with that freezing rain? I talk to friends all the time, and actually I have a friend right now in D.C. He's usually in Michigan, but he uh, got transferred to D.C. for two weeks. Uh, he's hating it over there right now, too. It's cold over there. So, D.C. is cold. Michigan is real cold. And we're nice and toasty. I know. I hear people around here, you know, I had to put a sweater on today. I, I bitched about that, personally. I'm from Michigan. I still bitched about putting a long-sleeve T-shirt on. I wore, I wore a long-sleeve yesterday. I felt hot all day. I've got a T-shirt on today. feels great. T-shirt and shorts. I, I could use a little warmer. You puss. Ten degrees more. Give me that. I think it actually is going to be by the end of the week. Nice. Well, tomorrow, uh, Thursday night, open door policy. Big announcement for the hideout. Here's what we got going on tomorrow for the uh, open door policy and the hideout heretics. We are going to um, do Screamer Cream. We're going to have some holiday candy for you guys. Zeppelin, you'd like to throw something out for the heretics? Yes, I'd just like to add, tell all the heretics, when you come in tomorrow, come in costume. Maybe we can have some kind of costume contest. Oh, you know what? I'd like a costume contest between the heretics here in the studio. That'd be the, cool. Then we go down to Chiller's for the official hideout after party as How well. about everybody dresses up like chunks? All right. So everyone, yeah, yeah. Fat suits and very tight shirts. And rub, fur. Rub fish on us. Dead fish. Yeah. Smell like them, too. So that's all going on tomorrow night. And chop your Dugan off. Hug a bum. Uh, wake up with our buddies, the monsters in the morning. Uh, Shannon Burke, middays, Phillips, fall in the afternoon. 
guess what? We'll be back at 7. Yes. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Always talk good, chunks. Number one in your hearts, number two on your bumper. It's The Hideout. <laughs> Stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Five I got a problem with N people. I I just hunted. Your new queer friend, Chunks. I'm a pretty girl. I'm a pretty girl. I'm a pretty girl. No. I'm a transsexual. I'm a transsexual. I'm pretty girl. Skipping to school with my books. Yippity do. I'm a pretty girl. I'm a transsexual. I'm a transsexual. I'm a pretty girl. I'm a transsexual. I'm a pretty girl. I'm a transsexual. I'm a pretty girl. I'm a transsexual. Radio Roadblock. No. I mean, say classy. I be smacking my hoes. Mo. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. Mo. I be smacking my hoes. No. I be smacking my hoes. No. Mo. I'm not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.